And I think we are. <sighs> nice cup of coffee. Goku this time. Sabaho, everybody. Sabaho, everyone. And welcome back to the channel. It is Saturday morning with tech. Um, today is a very interesting day. It is a 10, 10, 20. Um, uh, <laughs> and of course, I got my notification that my show started. So therefore, where right there. Uh, so it is episode 41 on 10, 10, 20, October 10th, 2020. Uh, this just time is flying out and a whole bunch of things obviously have happened this week. Uh, next week, we're also anticipating a lot more things to come come about, a lot more new things to be announced. Um, we saw some announcement. Um, uh, <laughs> good morning, Sabaho. Actually, you know what? I, I just realized I did not configure my setup correctly. Let's go ahead and just do this here. And, and let's see if we can do here. I don't know why my surface is not staying on, even though I have a video on. So let's go ahead and do this here. And if I can do it correctly here. I hope you guys are doing well. Yeah, here it is. Of course, it had to draw the ad. And I'll close this part there. And we are back. So, and of course, just so that we don't have a loop, I will go ahead and leave it there. Uh, sabaho, sabaho, everybody. Hello, hello. Uh, good morning. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so it is episode 41, uh, October 10th, 2020. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're having a good weekend. Of course, I hope you had a great week. Um, this week was actually a little bit busy and it's getting busier as time goes on. More things being announced, more things being teased. Um, I had in the last couple of days, a couple of emails from different companies letting me know that there's potentially some things coming up in the near future. So hopefully more news, more cool news for you guys. Um, also on a really nice uptake or a really nice uh, note for us here on the channel, uh, Last night or yesterday, uh, I saw it, you know, basically Sony, Sony Mobile US um, retweeted one of my videos, which was, uh, of all things, actually a very exciting thing for me here um, on the channel. Uh, a lot of love, obviously, for Sony devices, as you guys know. Hashtag some, uh, some Sony chill guy. If Matt was in the chat, he will basically jump into that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> Himashu, uh, good morning, uh, <laughs> Sharky. Hold on. Actually, you know, I just realized I, I said I was going to do it and I didn't uh, extend the comments. I just need to extend the comments to my second display, which a, uh, a and everybody's in the chat. Good morning. Yes. I'm hoping that uh, StreamYard is doing their job correctly because I, uh, yeah, short answer. So, um, that was an exciting part for me, uh, mostly because I spent a lot of time trying to put together that video or that gaming video for the Xperia 5. Um, and I think I kind of mentioned to you guys last week as we were going through the live stream, I had the opportunity to keep the device over the weekend, but unfortunately, I had to ship it back. I have one more video that I am going to push out for the Xperia 5 that I did shoot before I had to return it which was really cool because I got a chance to put it together. Um, although I'm going to probably release it either this week or the week after as the device is not going to be reaching people's hands for some time. And this is more of a how to set up this device and get the best experience out of it. So my, you know, the first 10 things to do on a device. Um, so I'll, I'll go ahead and leave that video for a little bit later on. Uh, oh, wow. One, uh, one, one fifty AM. Good. Well, good morning. It definitely is a sabaho for you. And uh, <laughs> it's very, very nice uh, for Sony to, to share that. Um, and so this was a big, big thing. I was kind of surprised. I, I, I'm going to say that when I saw the tweet, I normally, you know, go into my notifications, everything goes normally. And then of course, first thing jumps in, like, boom, Sony's retweeting your video. It was like, absolutely just mind blown right there. So thank you very much to Sony a for allowing me to play with the Xperia five Mark two. And of course, 
obviously showing some love for the videos that we created there. Um, and then, of course, I pushed out some other videos for you guys this week. There was some more things coming up, uh, primarily the Nubia watch, which was one of the other videos that I pushed out this week. This was a watch that I kind of showed you guys last week. Uh, this is that display, the watch that has a display that goes from uh, once. I you know, it would be nice if I didn't have it just saying. But it kind of starts on one side and then goes all the way to the other. It's a foldable display, uh, and you actually do fold the display on the watch because it actually does have that part of it that actually is foldable on that end, just more of on the edges. Um, pushed that video out for you guys a couple of days ago, or I think it was it yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. And then um, it was kind of like a, a little bit of salam alaikum minaj minaj. And Joe Hickey is there. Hey man, how you guys doing? Welcome, welcome, man. Um, and then, so those are the couple of videos that I had coming out, and I was also kind of working on a couple of other videos. I saw some videos from from Juan, but the big kicker that first started us started us off this whole week was um, last Saturday, right before the live stream. Juan and I had an opportunity to go hang out for a little bit. We did that little skit that Juan put in on his channel, and of course, we did that little video on my side. And I realized I could have done a little bit better, more showing you guys the equipment that I got from Juan. He put together a very special package for me here on with the uh, with the Surface Duo. Which just coincidentally for you guys, just so you know, so that I know exactly how my stream is going, I am watching myself on the duo, which, you know, kind of just goes cheese department. No, <laughs> not that I don't want to say it. You know, it, it's actually pretty you know, funny. I just saw myself in that. Obviously, there's a little bit of a delay. I saw myself holding the duo in the duo Anyways, so short short answer there that we got together, we got we got this challenge kicked off. There's a two week challenge that we're going to start doing some videos on. Um, I didn't get a chance to give you guys more of an depth of to what he shared with me, what package he put together. Um, he actually uh, spent a lot of uh, actually thought into processing the experience that he wanted to kind of, uh, I would say, basically uh, give me for the uh, Surface Duo. So obviously he gave me the Surface Duo. Uh, he also gave me the USB-C headphones. Uh, as you guys, what? Well, the USB-C to the three and a half millimeter headphone jack adapter that uh, Microsoft is selling for the Duo, um, and it's pretty much there only if I wanted to use wired headphones. Um, although I'm pretty, pretty much just using wireless. Um, he also did a really nice thing, and he included the Microsoft keyboard. This is a very, very nice keyboard uh, that works absolutely great. Uh, it keeps making a little ding every time I unlock it. So it's paired to the Microsoft Duo. I've logged in, obviously, to my Microsoft account, my my uh, Gmail account, and I've been using it. Uh, he also included a pen or the Microsoft Pen, which is very nice. And what I liked about it is he also included uh, the charging dock for it, uh, because it can, in, if you if you're not familiar, these things charge wirelessly and they need to be charged directly from the actual included dock that comes with them. If you have a Surface uh, laptop, it charges wirelessly through that uh, where you're snapping it on the side, so it always charges that way. But if he didn't include this, I would have been out juice pretty quickly uh, and he also did include the bumper I, I he kind of mentioned it and he said you know if you want you could use the bumper i haven't really had the need for it i don't really i feel like i i, I want to use the phone the way it is um there's something to be said about the surface duo which makes it very very happy well i was not happy but very um comfortable uh, to use it when you know with using it without actually having a case on it um, and of course he included the USB-C micro USB uh, sorry the USB-C cables with the charger uh but for me the experience essentially is he wanted to give me that multifunction uh full screen extended desktop experience on a Surface Duo using the Microsoft suite of tools so thank you very much to uh Juan Carlos uh and you know one of the the bumpers that, sorry so I saw one of those comments so bumpers are generally considered to be cases. They're, they're cases that are made specifically for certain phones that cannot have a full-size case. So it's a case that will basically snap to the side of uh, the Surface Duo. So for the lack of a demo, 
would be like this. So here, that's the side of the duo. And if I put the bumper on, it will basically be I just turned on the camera on this side. But essentially, uh, it's basically a grip dream. Put this away. And of course, I'll go ahead and put my the duo back where it needs to be. I'll give it a second. I think it should be back by now. Hopefully. We'll see. It's buffering on my side. So that's the only reason why I was trying to say that. Um, you know, maybe I'll stop the video on the duo just to be on the safe side in case I am consuming too much. Uh, <laughs> too much of the internet uh, in my house let's see how things are going here hopefully i'm back uh good morning andrew andrew's in the comments hey man matt tyler's in the comments hey man sorry oh ganesh in there um oh maz b's in there uh oh man everybody's in the comments guys guys good morning sorry oh and greg is in the, in the comments as well uh sorry i saw a whole bunch of comments started to flurry up on that side uh hopefully i'm back if I'm not, please let me know. I'm probably going to just go ahead and switch over to uh, mobiles, mobile data here, because it seems like it's one of those, uh, you got to be mobile this time. And we'll go ahead and turn off the volume all the way. And you know what? We'll do it <laughs> on the other foldable phone, the uh, the, the Sony, sorry, the Samsung uh, Galaxy Fold, well, the Z Fold 2. So yeah. Uh, that was the pack. That was the challenge, and I handed over to him uh, the brand new Galaxy Note 20 Ultra. So, the goal of the challenge was to try to basically see a comparison between two devices that are considered to be multitasking devices that it, that are basically intended to be used with a pen input. So, uh, now the Surface Duo doesn't sell with the pen; does not come with a keyboard. It pretty much comes by itself with the charger in the box and the bumper case. That's the included accessories that you get in the Surface Duo box. But you're able to add those two accessories to make it function a lot better and work for you the way you want it to work with it. So what I liked about it is the fact that uh, he put in a lot more thought into it. And I felt like I just literally handed him over a box with a phone and basically with an S Pen. Um, the average price range between the two at launch was about the same. That's probably one of the other reasons why we felt like it was a good challenge between the two channels. And we didn't want it to do just basically any kind of, you know, any other just, you know, you use my phone, I use your phone. We did that last year and it was really nice, but we wanted to up it a little bit. We put in kind of a little bit of a wild card into the conversation. So what I mean by that is if I can find, uh, you know, when you have too many cases, that, that is that, that is actually a a problem and i'll have to find it and i thought i had it sitting here waiting for this conversation and i do not uh but essentially what we want we're going to do is use the v the, the v60 as uh, basically kind of a control pro, uh, control between the two both of us have the v60 both of us have the second display for the v60 um and uh one of the things and hey aditya's in the comment uh dominic came in <laughs> back to normal thank you um and then uh oh well i'll see him looking good now thanks um, the, the goal of the challenge was essentially to see how can we appreciate each other? Does it make sense for somebody that likes to use a note device? You guys have seen it on the channel. I've covered the note for, for many, many years. Um, and for me, the Galaxy Note 20 Ultra was actually a solution to some problems we had with the Galaxy S20 Ultra. Uh, one of them obviously was the camera problems. We had a high megapixel sensor on the S20 Ultra that had a problem where it had problem basically focusing. It kept seeking all the time, when, especially when you're trying to do autofocusing on it, not necessarily tap to focus. Uh, and then, of course, they had the laser autofocusing system. The camera system was better. Um, there were some concerns with me, obviously, during the battery, but that's obviously outside of this conversation. 
But the goal essentially is to use the V60 as the control point because the V60 is a unique, I would call a maverick of a device in 2020. It runs the latest specs. It's the 865. It has 5G in there. It has a large display, wireless charging, reverse wireless charging, all the bells and whistles of a flagship, which is which it is in an, it is basically a flagship of 2020 from uh, LG. And then, of course, you have the ability of using it with a second screen, with that second screen display case. So that's one option that you're able to do. The third option is the ability of using a pen input, like a bamboo pen, a Microsoft pen uh, input for the display, and actually start using it kind of like a duo in the sense of that to display functionality. Now, obviously, the difference there is that it's not truly a tool to display system because you can take it out of that case and use it as a single device, where with the duo, you can't. The duo is the duo. The duo stays being stays uh, basically at the duo. And if I can actually, uh, sorry, and the Duo will stay basically the Duo for the rest of the time that you're using it. And the Duo really is a large desktop experience. And what I mean by this is, um, even though we have a seam in the middle, this actually treats, the UI treats the actual desktop or the canvas as one entire screen that just happens to have a, uh, like basically an articulating uh, hinge that we're able to play with. So those are the things that we had in there. And that was the intention behind the video. Uh, we put out the video. On, uh, I put out my video on Monday as well as Juan put in the, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Yusuf, thank you, man. Um, I think it's a sticker, but it, uh, but it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. So uh, step back one quick, I forgot to mention. So I, you guys probably have noticed that, that it'll be pretty much for in all of my videos. Um, the, the the online store has basically been updated. Uh, there is going to be basically links for for the hat is not there, so that's the only thing that I couldn't get on the on the stream. And I'm talking about this one, Matt. Matt, want to say first and foremost, thank you for the support, man. Catching one of the hats, uh, but I can't put the hat on this angle. So what I ended up doing is when Aditya asked me a couple of weeks ago or so, like, hey man, is there going to be any stickers or anything available? I felt like what's the better way to put it and to put it here? Obviously now there's the logo here, and if I can point to it, eh, right there. So that's the standard logo, but that's overlay. This is inside of the actual uh, stream. So whenever I was like you know jumping on anybody else's stream, it's a nice little thing we can add, and and obviously it works really nice. It is available directly right below if i'm not mistaken i think if i scroll <laughs> this is where yeah so if you just a little bit scroll it's the second thing right after the mug uh it, those are the ones available there directly from teespring um i do I, I do plan on having more things and uh andrew wallace i want to say first before we go too far obviously i do want to say thank you very much to andrew so andrew earlier this week uh tweeted out a whole bunch of uh no, nice wallpaper so if you guys haven't seen this one hold on let me turn on the camera I didn't turn on the overhead this time. So let's go ahead and turn on the overhead and switch over. And let me show you guys what I'm talking about. So here, so Andrew posted these uh, these wallpapers. So this is the classic Windows logo, obviously uh, set the nice mood of Halloween. And obviously since it's October, felt like it was nice and, uh, you know, nice enough to actually A, for him to share us share it with us, but B, for, for us to be able to use it. So thank you, Andrew, for sharing that. And um, I have to say, dude, uh, using the phone for using the duo for basically multitasking, uh, running the channel, managing the channel, um, you know, opening applications, running multiple applications at the same time has been obviously it took me some time. And oh, by the way, there was one update coincidentally that got pushed out to the duo, which made it a little bit better on, I think it was on Monday. So luckily as I'm getting it where I get to borrow it from Juan, I get to also get a chance to see an update. Um, I did get a chance also to install uh, the Microsoft Launcher beta as well as the SwiftKey beta as recommended by Juan, uh, just to kind of get make sure everything works out good. So I've been working on that side as well. Um, 
Pixel 4X. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 look at some of the comments. I, I realize that I've been jumping around. Um, at Matt Tyler, what's the V60? Don't have that in the UK. Yes. So um, I think uh, so, Joe. That's the the LG V60 that came out earlier this year. Um, it did not come out in the UK. I think the LG Wing is probably the only uh, multi device, multi display, or swiveling display functional uh, LG device that's coming out in the UK this year. Uh, those are the one, some of the ones. Uh, it, it it's it's uh, okay. Okay, I, I'm glad that it worked out there. Um, oh, hey man, <laughs> uh, Aditya, as usual. Good morning, uh, and. Oh, uh, so as so, let's go ahead and go through it. Uh, thank you first and for the for the super chat. And of course, uh, today is uh, today is World Mental Health Day. Just wanted to thank you for being a weekly therapeutic session for me. The conversation and interactions have been great. Uh, stress relief for me. Thank you very much. And believe it or not, it actually is a very big stress reliever as well as a uh, kind of a just you know, chit-chatting with friends kind of a, a stream. That's something that I've always looked forward to and why I appreciate doing the live stream and uh, kick myself every time I think about like, why didn't I start this earlier? Uh, and I, I know Juan Carlos, I, I'm not going to lie, but literally for a long, long, long time bugged me about basically starting it. And thank you very much, Aditya, for giving us that reminder and uh, happy World uh, Mental Health Day. And hopefully you guys are able to to have some time to disconnect and just to relax with all the things that are going on all the chaos, all the craziness that goes on around the world with the news and everything like that. Uh, we do need to be able to kind of look at, you know, take a, take a step back and try to relax a little bit. Um, and I would say, honestly, just try to spend time with your family. And um, the best way to say it is, seriously, is just appreciate what you have and understand that time changes and time moves on at a very fast pace. We may think time is slow based on what we're going through in life. But in reality, time runs very fastly, very, very quickly. Um I can't. I can't remember in my in my life uh, time flying f faster than it is now. My son is literally ten, uh, almost eleven, and I cannot remember uh, you know a lifetime or my experience in life before him. And watching him every day is a blessing and a challenge on its own. Um, but it's definitely a blessing, something that I appreciate and I love every every day. And of course, my wife uh, for being there and being a very, uh, very, very supportive person in my life and the family, of course. And I hope that we're all able to basically get it, get back to somewhat of a new normal to be able to spend time with our family, sit down with our grandparents, have fun, do all of that stuff. You're getting a little bit of a glimpse of this guy missing his his extended family. That's really what it is. Um, but I'm really happy that I have my internet family, my friends and family here on the Saturday morning with tech show uh, as episode 41. So um, jumping back into uh, everything here, uh, Gary, the fisherman, I love this one. It's like, so good morning, good afternoon, good evening, night, <laughs> good night geeks, uh, and good day, because that's depending where you are, it's a different point in time. Uh, Gary, of course, Shabbat Shalom. Uh, Gary, it's Saturday. Happy, you know, um, I, I want to say, is, uh, I think Shabbat Shalom is for, for uh, Shabbat because it is Saturday. That's right. Um, and Oliver's asking, how's the challenge going? So um, Juan and I haven't had a chance to really go back and forth as far as the planning, but I, I, my goal is to try to put some content out on the challenge next week. For me, I have to say that using it for the for, using it for the first couple of days took me some some adjustment on it because uh, there's a big difference in the way you use it. So uh, the interface is intended to be split into two screens, so you're always going to have two canvases or two areas of work, um, and of course you have the ability of doing multi uh, basically full screen when you bring it in. Uh, 
getting back into the gestures with it was actually pretty simple. So I would say uh, using it consistently is not, it has not been an issue for me. Um, understanding the limitations and the things that I can and cannot do well was also something that I needed to obviously, I got used to with the first time when I had a chance to play with it for a few days. So that's the, the first thing. So, um, you know, I installed all my applications, set up my uh, my accounts, and of course, my uh, the administrative account, the drive, all that other stuff. So I'm able to access all my content off of it. Uh, and of course, uh, for the most part, I haven't really focused on the camera. I pretty much, uh, for me, it's not going to be a device that I'm using for taking pictures. And I don't really want to try to make it sound like I don't really care for the camera. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at this and I'm trying to treat this more of a desktop experience or like a Windows Surface, uh, Microsoft Surface experience. So the desktop, the canvas, the keyboard, the mouse, and of course, uh, not the mouse, I, I guess uh, my hand or my finger would be the mouse, but it's also using the pen input to be able to kind of navigate the UI. I find it to be a little bit more specific and it allows me to enjoy the content on the display a little bit more. Um, overall, I think it's pretty nice. Uh, battery life is not as long as I thought it was gonna last me. I, I realized that maybe because of the dual displays. Uh, the first time I had, uh, I didn't get a chance to play with it long enough to be able to do a couple of uh, power cycles and I've had uh, basically charged it about three times already. Um, for me, I think it works and it does the job right. Um, the lack of a headphone jack is not an issue. The lack of stereo speakers is a little bit of a, um, I would say a little bit of a challenge for me. And that's because I like to consume content on my device. So what I meant to say is like, let's say I want to be able to play music on this, but I don't want to necessarily listen to through headphones. I want to listen to it from the device. So let's say I'm playing a video on the left. I like to watch a podcast. Um, it's not a podcast, but it's like a video uh, podcast of Armin Van Buren, State of Trance every week. So that comes on every Thursday. It's on time. It's like clockwork. So I always like to have it running on the left side. So I put it on the left side because of the secondary uh, speaker or the, the only speaker that's in here. And then I run my main unit uh, kind of configuration on the right side. Uh, the sound was a little bit, obviously not as strong as I would have loved it. And it ended up basically, I ended up having to switch over to headphones. Uh, but the overall experience, I think just using it on the daily, I feel like I have a pork, I have like a, a pocketable laptop in my pocket. If there's a better way, if there's no better way to say it. So I'm really liking it. I'm really liking the experience. And I hope, I really hope that Juan is having as much fun with the uh, the Galaxy Note 20 uh, Ultra on that one. Let me see here in the comments. I think I may have skipped a few. Um, oh, speaking of which, if I'm not missing, so I, if you guys remember a few weeks ago, I kind of told you that I may have to at some point during the live stream to jump out for a few seconds. I am anticipating that the Pixel 5 for Team Pixel is being delivered today. I started looking online. I saw some of the P Team Pixel people starting to receive them. Uh, some did get them, some did not. But short answer is it's being delivered. If that gets ha if that happens and we do get the Pixel 5 delivered, I will basically step out for about maybe 30 seconds to 45 seconds to grab the box, and then we will be doing an unboxing of the Team Pixel, Pixel 5 package, um, and of course, going through some, all of those cool cool things that come with the uh, Pixel 5. Uh, there are certain things I know already ahead of, ahead of time that I'm not able to discuss, which pretty much means we're not gonna go deep dive into everything. I'll keep that for the videos that I'll be pushing out for you guys, hopefully next week or so. Uh, and of course, those are the things I'll, I'll be able to share with you guys more in depth. But that's the goal. I'm, I'm waiting for that one. And I'm hoping the door rings in the middle of the video. Uh, I'm thinking of going with the Doom. Okay, so Sharky, uh, Sharky uh, 16, uh, sorry, 165. Yeah, 165 is the correct way. Um, is thinking of going, going with the Surface Duo. I think as long as you understand what 
what is the expectation of the Surface Duo and what it can do to augment the experience for multitasking. I think that's the best experience. I feel like the Surface Duo for me, right now at least, is a secondary device. And what I mean by that is it's a device that I want to use for all of my multitasking uh, production, um, all the tools that I want to be able to do to be very productive on a device. Uh, where if I want to basically take pictures or so on, I may end up just using like a, maybe a Pixel 4a or something else that is not really very big on multitasking. It's more great at photography, great at long battery life, internet connectivity, all of the things that I would want to basically run off of that. And I feel like the Surface Duo for me, it's truly that productivity level. Just open it up, connect uh, you know the keyboard, and then start working with it the way you would work with a basically a small form factor PC. Uh, obviously running Android, not running Windows. Um, and let's see here, uh, Aditya, may, sorry, here you said, Aditya, uh, may you have the best mental health day? Yeah, absolutely, dude, absolutely. Aditya, always one of the best guys. And um, honestly, a, a lot of fun to hang out and, and chit chat. And I enjoyed the live stream a couple of weeks ago. Speaking of which, I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, my tech reviews is going to be over on Matt and Sam's uh, live stream tomorrow and across the podcast. So uh, Ronaldo is going to be over there, a buddy of mine. I ran into, I used to see him all the time at all the events. So we haven't seen each other for a while, uh, but definitely it's going to be really a cool show for for you guys tomorrow. Um, Joe, um, I, I I appreciate that, and I really appreciate that comment and. Um, it it is it is something becoming a dad or uh, has changed me has um, has shown me many things in life um, not not to say the least that my my mom was right <laughs> there was a lot of things about me that um, you know that I've done in, as a as a as a child that I I regret now as an adult um, but that is life that's how life is uh, but I know yeah of course I. Uh, I I I cherish the time and I'm and I really 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 miss the family. That's the big part about it. Um, but yes, I appreciate that very much, um, dude. Appreciate it, Greg. I always always appreciate you guys, of course. And that's the the fun part about it. Like I said, this is the reason why I always want to hang out with you guys on Saturdays. Is you know we get to have all of the stuff during the week. We get to have all the craziness, you know, day job, work, all of that stuff. And then we kind of like, you know, trying to set the mood a little bit for, for the weekend. And um, of course, depending where you are in the world, it could be already halfway through. So it, like, as a gentleman mentioned at the beginning, it was like literally 150 in the morning. Uh, Matt Tyler, $312 to be, uh, to clear a package, which is which was a surprise for uh, from the show. The Microsoft Duo from Mark, oh man. Uh, but it was, but it's going back. I will not pay that much. So um, there was a little bit of a thing going on. I don't know if you guys saw it or Matt posted about it over the week. Uh, I think it was like the last couple of days ago. So it seems like um, there was a surprise. The, the duo was being shipped over for uh, for basically for Matt to be able to play around with. I'm assuming it's Sam's duo, if I'm not mistaken. And it looked like um, through some, well, basically, I guess, through the procedures that are going through with the UK Customs and Import uh, uh, case currently, um, they deemed that there was a 300, there was a 300 pound import fee and a 12, uh, and I think it's a 12 pound um, processing fee. So all in all, he wasn't buying it. He was borrowing it. He was just going to check it out and then return it. And then, of course, uh, that constituted a 312 dollar, a 312 pound uh, fee, which unfortunately caused them to return it. Um, I'm, I, I do apologize, man, and I really wish there was a way to do it. The, the Duo currently is not available outside of the U.S., so getting it from anywhere outside um, is a hard, and especially when you get these level of, uh, of you know, import taxes. Uh, so I, I'm hoping we'll be able to figure out a way to, uh, to get it. Uh, and I don't know if it was marked correctly. Maybe it wasn't marked as a, as a gift or something to that effect, but we'll, we'll have to see. 
Um, here, let's see what else we have here. Aditya is in the, uh, oh, Aditya, Aditya is hanging out with the guys. Everybody is. Have you noticed uh, the October update improving the performance? So the, the biggest thing that I noticed with the improvement on there is the multi, uh, both swiping from one display to the other and the gestures where I'm able to open up to the center. So basically opening it up to full screen has been more consistent for me. It's no longer a miss when I'm actually trying to pick up the actual, uh, like I'm, let's say I open an app on the right side and I'm trying to shift it over to the center to open it up. In the past, uh, I, I mean, I didn't get a chance to use it much before the update, which was a surprise because I got it from him on Saturday morning and I was finishing up some videos for other things over the weekend because I pushed out another video with you guys, obviously, on Saturday, uh, on Sunday morning as well. So once I was able to play with it, I had just used it directly with the uh, with the actual update. So from the original uh, release that I had about a month ago, maybe um, it did get improved for me. So overall, uh, and of course, with the, the launcher beta does fix a lot of things as well. And of course, last but not least is the Swift key beta for the keyboard that did fix a lot of a lot of things for me as well. So if you're thinking about it, make sure you do though, install those. It seems like there's uh, more optimizations and, and improvements done on the keyboard and the launcher directly in the beta program. Uh, let's see here. I think I kind of went to okay, here. Uh, or I, I can't wait to get it. Hopefully, uh, we'll come in Tuesday, Thursday. Oh, okay. So, um, I'm not. Oh, he's talking to Aditi. Oh, yeah. So, uh, by the way, I have a stylus from the Surface 3. It works also with the Duo. I think it seems like it works with most Surface pens. And this one, if I'm not mistaken, was an earlier generation version of the, uh, the Surface. The new Surface uh, pen is actually, uh, it looks more of rounded in gray color than the darker color. Uh, this one still has the clicker on the top as well as the button option on the on the side. And of course, with the dock and the obviously the micro USB, which no, this one's USB-C, sorry. Um, the, the Microsoft keyboard itself actually has a micro USB cable connector, which was a little bit of a, you know, kind of like a throwback because this is the OG version. This, there's no new version of it and it keeps working perfectly. I forget about every time I open it, it keeps doing it on the, on the actual uh, Surface Duo. But yeah, uh, Ditya, uh, also TK, I got the TKR base stickers in the mail to, oh, dude, when the, uh, let the, <laughs> let the Beard Guardian merch will be arriving. Absolutely fantastic, man. I cannot wait for you to check them out. Uh, the stickers, I, I'm really, really happy with the way the stickers came out. And it seems, um, I'm sad to say at least in the current situation, but it seems like the, uh, the I, I won't be able to work with another merchant for the other stuff. So it looks like I'm going to be basically putting everything on Teespring with the exception of the hat. But the stickers, uh, the gaiters, uh, the covers, all of those things look really, really nice. And the case covers, um, it seems like the only carry, which are a little bit of a surprise, but Teespring doesn't carry pixel uh, covers. So I got that one for the uh, Note 20 Ultra, the S20 Ultra, uh, but there's more and more things coming in. But uh, I hope you enjoy them, man. The stickers are really, really nice. I want to see if I can actually create one a little bit bigger so I can put it on back my laptop. So it's just kind of like boss level stuff there. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely. Um, Dominic at Joe and Aditya, I've checked the uh, oh the, uh, here um, on Carphone Warehouse just now, and they're shipping the Pixel Five on uh, on the tenth, on the fifteenth. Oh wow, that is actually well, actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think um, Matt already has a pre-order on the or is able to get it hopefully on the twenty-second, so it should be coming out very soon. And it seems like it's coming out a little bit earlier in the UK than it is in the US. And so in the US, supposed to come out on the twenty-ninth, there may be an earlier del uh, delivery. Um, my my hope is that I get a chance to be able to get some content ready for you guys, but I know everybody's really super hyped about it. Uh, if it's anything like what the Pixel 4 XL did for us last year, anything like the Pixel 4a that did, uh, you know, a month or so, uh, you know, earlier uh, for us, 
um, I think it's going to be exciting. The the biggest thing for me right now is the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4a. So there's the Pixel 4a, which is, in, in my opinion, the smallest of the three. Then there's the Pixel 4a XL, which is, well, sorry, the Pixel 4a 5G, but they're calling it the Pixel 4a XL, uh, sorry, 5G. Um, and the reason behind that is it actually is a Pixel 4a with the additional sensor. So it has the same sensors as the Pixel 5, but a bigger display, a 60 hertz refresh rate display. Um, so at least that's one of the things that we, we've seen. They've seen some videos. I'm not the the information I'm sharing with you guys is nothing that is not available on a video on YouTube. So that's the information source for me. I don't have the phone, so I don't have the 4A XL uh, or the 4A 5G to, to say anything else. Uh, but yeah, and then of course the Pixel 5 is going to be the, the device that I think a lot of us are excited about. Uh, it is essentially the first Pixel that came out for a while now that is actually, in my opinion, correctly priced for the features that it offers and the experience that you're getting. Absolutely fantastic uh, for the price point. Um, let's see what else we have here. Oh man, yeah. Um, so here, um, uh, Arikus, no, sorry, Ar Arkusu. Hopefully, I'm saying it correctly. Uh, since the slim pen does not fit, uh, does not fit the duo. Uh, neither inserting the uh, side into the, uh, magnetic. I don't see a reason to buy it. Um, the, the there's two different versions. This one actually does magnetically connect. Oops, I'll go ahead and do here. So this one does actually magnetically connect. The, the ones that I've actually played with do magnetically connect. You just need to find the find the spot that it actually connects to. So in this situation, it actually fits it perfectly. So it is sitting here. Unfortunately, it doesn't charge it. So it's not the same as what it does with the surface as in a PC. So you have to keep in mind that you need to keep the charger with it to be able to keep it charged. So that's the one thing to, to understand. So if you are going to buy a surface pen, I would recommend you buying the one like this that comes with its own dock. Because if you buy the one that generally works with a Surface PC, that one requires a PC. And in my situation, obviously, my wife uses a Surface. And that was the reason why I was like, OK, I don't have a problem. I could just borrow the pen whenever I want it. This one is dedicated, and it has its own uh, charging dock, which is essentially needed for it. Uh, so if you're thinking about getting it, I would just make sure that it, it definitely actually either the flat one or the gray one. And again, it does work perfectly fine. So that's one of the things I appreciate about that one as well. Um, here, let's see what else we have here. Uh, I hope that it does arrive on Thursday. Yes, so I'm hoping. So uh, Aditya is uh, letting Joe know. Hopefully, it does get here on time. Uh, let me see here. Microsoft. Oh, here. So uh, Farouk is saying. Um, hopefully, I'm saying it correctly. Farouk, uh, let me know if I'm saying it wrong. So Microsoft uh, supposedly should push some camera enhancements for the Duo with the October upgrade, but they didn't. Uh, maybe they are keeping it for the November. I wish we could port uh, the G Cam with the Duo. So the Duo is running an 855. The possibility of getting a Gcam mod installed for it is not a very hard thing to do. The, the only thing I would probably say is I haven't had a chance to spend time doing so because I haven't had the, the, the actual device. But the, the thing about it is, overall, the main thing here is that it has only one camera. And it I'm, I need to get a little bit more into the understanding of how does the system treat this camera? Is it treated as a front-facing camera or a back-facing camera? And how does the instance change? Uh, I would imagine basically getting a Gcam mod for this thing wouldn't be very hard. The concern with it, obviously, it always comes down to the fact that it's an 8-megapixel single-firing uh, camera. Um, we can definitely improve the quality of the images with the uh, with the Gcam mod. I don't know if it will do much for video, but we'll definitely check it out. I'll, I'll look it up, and if I do, I'll definitely post it for everybody to check out. That would be something that we think uh, that I think would improve the experience, if nothing else, just at least allow us to enjoy it more, be able to take regular pictures with it. Uh, let's see here. 
and then uh, da, 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 I just keep checking over here. So, uh, Sharky, I keep checking the XDA uh, dev side, uh, and I've been very surprised if someone doesn't develop the GCAM port for the Duo in the near future. Absolutely. I think it's just more people need to have it. Um, and uh, it does not work with HDR yet. So that's the processing. I think that's the, the, the just launching the camera app isn't just always going to basically fix the problem. There's always the optimizations. There's profile configuration as well. Again, it's running a Qualcomm chipset, so it shouldn't have a problem being able to, to have that port on there. Uh, and by the way, the Surface 3 Pen uh, has, a, oh, has a clip that allows you to keep it uh, in your pocket, Slim does, oh, Pen does not, that's why. Okay, so that's probably why. So you definitely want to be able to pick up the right one. Uh, and that's interesting. Okay, so it looks like it has, they've had, they have different options, uh, you know, to it. Um, and, ah, oh man, let me see some of the other comments here. Um, I did the same and I will get mine in on the 16th. Absolutely, guys. Ah, uh, oh, man. Okay, so uh, with that being said, I'll, I'll let some more questions kind of jump in into the uh, into the live stream. Um, so one thing also that kind of came up, I don't know if you guys probably also heard about it, but Huawei made the announcement that the Mate 40 is going to be coming out. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw it somewhere like, a, it's like in middle of October too. So it's going to be on the 20 something. Um, so it looks like the Mate 40 is going to be coming out. So obviously we're looking forward to seeing some of those new improvements into the Mate line of devices. Uh, I personally, I'm still, uh, if I can find it, <laughs> I have too many. Oh, here. Uh, so I'm, I'm still really liking uh, the, obviously, the P40 Pro. The P40 Pro is obviously some of the best camera performance that we can get from Huawei in 2020. Uh, and what we're getting now is, uh, let me double check here. I just got a text message. Ah, okay. No, I thought, <laughs> I thought I was surprised. Like, hey, the doorbell's ringing. I'll be like, disappeared. No. Uh, Oh, so here, uh, Michael, uh, Cor uh, Michael Corican says, like, uh, but the GCAM has much more limited functionality. His name was scary if, uh, literally, if anyone wants to check it out. Sabaho, um, Mr. Hey, David, uh, David Burns, good morning, man. Sabaho. I'm not sure who you guys are referring to, but I will. There's there is a GCAM Go app that work. Uh, okay, well we'll have to I'll have to double check that to see if I can actually get that. And uh, can you get the cauliflower wallpaper? I've been trying to find it. Oh, the uh, the the Khalifa. Sorry, yes, uh, I do have the Khalifa uh, wallpaper somewhere. It's a live wallpaper. So a lot of a lot of people ask me how do I get my videos or I, those live wallpaper videos that I have on my the devices that support it. So basically, it's been mostly Xiaomi devices and Samsung devices now, and I'm hoping more devices, more companies allow us to put videos on our lock screen. Um, so for the Khalifa one is there is a, a, a basically a, a character profile within DB Legends for Khalifa, and you just need to basically launch it, do a video recording, and then at that point apply that. And guys, I do have to say, I really hope FedEx is at the door. Please hold. Hello. Hello? 
guys. <laughs> it did happen. I got the box. Ah, ah, that is absolutely. I have never planned things like this before, and it's never, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> We are doing a live unboxing, guys. Let me go ahead and clear up some stuff. Let me clear up some stuff. I'm glad we were able to get the Surface, uh, talk a little bit about the Surface. Let me... <laughs> I have never had a live unboxing before, and I need to... Oh, my God. This this is exciting. Okay, good. So I'm, I don't know where I put the Surface Pen. Now, here it is. So... Um... <laughs> so... Absolutely, absolutely, my friend. Everything, everything. So let's go ahead and put this away. Well, you know, Saturday just turned out to be a great day so far. I mean, it started really nice and it just literally uh, amplified to even more. So let's go ahead and do this. I'm going to put some stuff away. I have so many things on my desk. So by the way, it's one of those things. And so let's go ahead and do this. Um, let me double check here. Yeah, no, double checking. There is personal information. So let's go ahead and do this. Let me double check, bring it into frame. So you guys are getting a chance to see in things that I normally have in the background. So, man. Okay. So one thing I will say though, guys, is I don't think I can actually share any internal content. So I can basically go through whatever comes in the package. I can share with you guys what comes in there. And so here, let's go ahead and switch over to the secondary camera. So here it is, <laughs> the Pixel. Uh, I think I have an idea what's inside, and I don't want to. Well, let me double check here. I do need some um, some coverage here because there is some personal information. So here, uh, it is basically saying here, help has arrived. Obviously, just delivered over by FedEx, and and. <laughs> As I'm going through here, I want to say thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate it. Always appreciate it, sir. Sorry. I didn't want to rip things off. There is the shipping label that's sitting like exactly right there. Um, <laughs> oh, the, XM, the XM3s, uh, XM3S are actually one of the really good headphones uh, from Sony. So let's go ahead and do this. Man, this is hard. And here we go. And guess what? Right there made by google let's see right there made by google label right there and here the google hyperspeed helper welcome to the club welcome to the club let me just double check here we have a nice little sticker a letter sorry guys uh not trying to be i'm not trying to hide it i'm just trying to basically double check and make sure there's no personal information showing up on those uh, essentially, uh, we're excited to introduce some of the latest, greatest uh, to you from Google. Just a thank you letter here, exploring it. Uh, thank you very much to at Made by Google, as of course, a Team Pixel for for the extreme, amazing hookup that's 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 going on uh, right there. And let me just double check there. And here, we're gonna do one more quick thing. Um, actually, if you guys have any specific questions you'd like to cover, please let me know. Let's go ahead and start kind of putting them in a list. And let me just do real quick here. I'm going to jump. I got to double check the embargo situation. There is an embargo just to kind of be very upfront with it. Uh, there are certain things that we are able to check out. I haven't had a chance to play with it. So this is obviously the first I've ever had access to uh, to be able to do with it. Um, here. Uh, 
and okay. Yes. Okay. So it essentially, is I can sh uh, for the most part we can just do a kind of a hardware tour of what we have. Uh, so essentially, that's that's primarily what we're going to be focusing. Uh, so compare uh, then. Okay. So let's switch over back. And I think if I'm not mistaken here, voila, drum roll, please, uh, my friend. Let's go ahead and open it up here. And oh, I, I see what happened. So let's go ahead and do it one more time. And here we are. How does it feel in the hand? Yes, no, dude. Simon says hypno, of course. So here, voila. Oh, the brand new Pixel 5 5G, the brand new Pixel Buds, the E. Oh man, some of some of the best headphones that you can get on the on the market. And of course, we have the Pixel 5 case specifically made for the Pixel 5 5G. So, absolutely amazing. Thank you very much to Team Pixel for sharing the love, sharing the all of the stuff. So let's go ahead and do a quick picture. Um, actually, if somebody can do me a quick favor, and uh, if it's either Aditya or Matt, if you can just screen grab this picture and just post it real quick over on on Twitter for me, uh, it's going to take me a quick. Uh, <laughs> it's going to take me a few seconds to be able to do it. But you know what? This actually will deserve its own TKception. You're right. You're right. David Burns is uh, is is really making it uh, making a case for it. Let me see if I can do it without breaking the system here. So let's do this screen share. Share my screen and one, two. <laughs> let's do three, four now. <laughs> pixels, so many pixels. Um, actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think we need to do here. Uh, <laughs> I need to figure out how to do this correctly. But yes, so the the inception worked. And uh, let me go ahead and remove this one, and we'll be back to normal side. Uh, oh man, this is this is just, it. Could not have been it. Could not have worked any better, guys. Seriously, unboxing with TK Bay. Uh, so let's go ahead and do this. Uh, let me go ahead and put these things in here. Let me double check and make sure if there's anything else that I missed. Um, no, nope. We are good. We are good, my friends. We're gonna put this box away. And here you are. One. A two, a three. Which box is it? Which one is it now? Uh, <laughs> if I have a similar, yeah, uh, TKception, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so again, here you are, the Pixel 5 and the Pixel, sorry, the Pixel 5 5G, and it's definitely really nice. They delivered it in the color that I wanted. Of course, Team Pixel, at made, uh, you know, made by Google. And if I'm not mistaken, this one is... Yeah, so essentially they're saying is it's a uh, 5G capable, six gigs, six inch display, 120 gigs of internal storage. Um, and then it's kind of sort of Sage. It's not, <laughs> it is Sage. And of course it's, uh, and of course they're just talking about the model number. So we'll go ahead and just peel the sticker here. So this is one side and here is the other side. So we get it right there. Let's go ahead and open it up. Oh, look at that. You know, guys, I got to take a picture of this. And if I could just find my phone, that would be an amazing thing. Okay. Anybody have my phone? No? Oh, <laughs> I put it right there. So let's go ahead and do this here. Just got to take a picture. And actually, it would be nice if I had this cover. So, yeah, you guys are, are getting to do some of the some of the nice stuff here. Here you are. So I'll post this one online in a few. Uh, 
And here we have it, the Sorta Sage Pixel 5. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'll start off by saying this. Let's switch over here. Um, it is a different feel. It is a different feel. The material on the back is definitely very different than what I've seen, what we felt before. It is, uh, it's it definitely, you can feel the coolness of the metal. It's definitely colder than plastic and it, you can kind of hear it. Um, and of course, we'll go ahead and do the plastic peel right there, the magic moment. And nice. It just, it feels really good. Um, the fingerprint sensor is sitting in the back, which is definitely something that we appreciate. So we lost this, uh, you know, the finger, the, uh, obviously the, uh, we gained the, the fingerprint sensor back. We lost it last year and we got it back. Uh, it is a metal, it, yes, it's a metal back. And um, from what we saw with the announcement, essentially it's gonna have wireless charging, reverse wireless charging. So that's gonna be some of the new things in there. We have, let's go ahead and switch over here. Uh, you know, obviously bottom firing speaker, uh, as well as USB-C power button, you know, volume rocker on the top, microphone on the top, uh, of course, dual cameras. Now we have a wide angle and a standard focal length. The fingerprint sensor sitting there. We also have the reverse wireless coil somewhere in here, but we can't see any difference. And of course the SIM tray that's sitting here on the left, uh, the device itself has a very nice, very clear, uh, surface. So very, very good. And let's see what else comes in the box. Of course, there's the Google materials. Ah, here it is. So we have a USB-C to USB-C charging cable. We also have uh, right there a USB type. So US style USB-C charger that comes in the box as well. Uh, still including headphone. Yeah, so uh, actually from what I've seen, at least online, uh, there's still the USB, uh, the OTG adapter here to be able to connect uh, to transfer your data. Uh, it seems like the Pixel 4a line is the one that's keeping the headphone jack in 2020. So Pixel 4a and Pixel 4a 5G both have the headphone jack uh, where the Pixel 5 does not. It seems like a, the Pixel 5 is going stereo and of course they want us to go Bluetooth. So um, other than that, just normal standard material there. The box itself looks really nice. Let's go ahead and check out this case. Uh, this one's actually really good. And I love the fact that as a company, they're thinking very closely as to the opening of these boxes, especially like when we try to do them on video. I don't want to have to go grab the, uh, you know, the knife and bring it over. So here's the canvas case. This is very, very nice. It actually says right there, let's see if we can get this in focus, Pixel 5 in the back. The material on the inside is very uh, like a cloth fabric, very soft. On the outside, typical to the one we've seen in the past. We have the G for Google, of course, and here it is. Snapping on very quickly, very nicely. And this one is actually more of a dual tone, so more like a gray and black color. We have an accented button here for the power. Let's go ahead and power it on. We'll give it a second. And here it is, the Google Pixel 5. Of course, very, very nice. I'll give it a second to finish up here. There is no additional here. Uh, so here, oh yeah, so let's go ahead and go through some of the questions that you guys have. I've noticed that there's a few things going on. Uh, so a city is embargo. So there is no embargo uh, breaking. I did double check my email from uh, from them just to make sure. I, the only thing I can't do is I can't show any of the features on it. I can't go into details into what it is. I can show basically, uh, basically just post uh, images and videos of the hardware uh, of the device. So essentially is what it looks like on the outside. I'm not gonna be able to go too much into the details of it. Uh, I can definitely say though that it uh, actually is not as big as the Pixel 4 a, uh, 5G, which is what we've seen. And of course we can talk a little bit more too here about the Pixel Buds. Let's go ahead and do this here. And if I can actually bring up the right screen, because I think, yeah, I have it running on multiple options. So let's say, and I'll say stop sharing on that side so it doesn't kind of. So here, the Pixel Buds. 
Okay, so the pixel buds are in the same color that I've had before, and I may end up, yeah, definitely. So here, there's a pull tab on the side. So you pull this up, and here you are. And obviously, these are going to be the best companion to this. Now, these actually do charge via micro, sorry, via the USB-C connector at the bottom, but they also charge wirelessly, which, again, I think one of the reasons why we do get them with the, the Pixel 5 in the package. So really nice very good as far as the package here the pixel buds also are including basically uh, some replacement ear tips here some more documentations on the inside and i think it also includes if i'm not mistaken the cable yeah so a standard usb a to usb c cable connector here to be able to uh, charge it very nice very very cool in the sense of just what we get let me put the, the stuff back in order i I should be I should be good at this stuff by now, right? The ability of opening boxes and unboxing things. So we'll put this on the side, put that there. The case is absolutely nice. Let me go ahead and switch over here and see. Let's see some of the questions we have. Uh, City is uh, first world problem seeking one's phone <laughs> to take a pic of the new phone. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a first world problem. Yeah, exactly. Simon says Hypno. Uh, the sage color is very, very nice. Absolutely. I think that's the the one. So there's really two colors of it, right? So for me, the sage one was the one I actually kind of preferred, but we obviously don't get a chance to pick. So I'm really happy and very, very thankful that we were able to get them. Um, first world problem, getting your phone there, of course, <laughs> having to take a picture. It's like if you've ever gone to a restaurant and somebody orders a really nice meal, but before they even touch it, they're taking a picture of it because you got to post a picture on Insta. If you don't put it on Insta, you didn't have the meal. Uh, something like that. Um, how do we get this? Uh, how did they get this blown out on Twitter? I honestly, guys, if you were able to do some screen grabs and share, 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 let me see if I can turn on. I actually did not turn on Twitter, which is interesting. I normally do, uh, but I think it's because I'm trying to. Uh, this is where I need my set, my keyboard back here. So here, let's do this one more time. We're going to switch over here. If we can bring it up. And oh, here it is. Move it over to this side, and then I'll bring up on Twitter. I didn't need. I, I do want to post it um, again. Very, very happy. Very excited. Uh, got a comment. <laughs> Matt Tyler. Did Matt? Did Matt grab the screen share? Was Matt successful? I hope. I hope. <laughs> uh, my internet is just taking a. I don't. I'm hoping it's just not taking a deep dive right now. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, oh, Juan Carlos is commenting. He's sitting there and watching. Give us a share. Love. Oh, absolutely, guys. No, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Juan, I, I'm not sure. Did I? Did anybody see Juan Carlos in the comments? I didn't. I didn't see if he was in there. Uh, was the V60 different in terms of the quad DAC? The V60 had the best quad DAC uh, that came out in 2020 this year. Uh, it's improved over the years from last year's quad DAC that we saw with the V uh, the V50. Um, and it's actually better than what we see with the Velvet, even though the Velvet does have a DAC in there. Uh, it's more dedicated. It's better uh, overall uh, on their experience there. Uh, I got <laughs> I got, I got, a tweet out, okay, TK. Oh, dude, thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, right there, Aditya, Aditya. Yes, thank you, man. Thank you. It finally came in. Hey. <laughs> Amen. Team Pixel. Here we are. Oh, yeah. Actually, gotta gotta do the. Uh, I want to say thanks. Came in here. Five. 
Yeah, this is live tweeting in the middle of a show. I don't know if I normally would have done this, guys, but I appreciate the, the love. Team Pixel, thank you to add made by Google. The amazing gift. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, posted it up there. Hopefully, we'll get <laughs> we'll get some attention. We'll get some more people to come join us here on the chat. Uh, but yeah, so overall, I think from what I'm seeing right now with the phone, it does obviously need to be set up. Uh, it doesn't have a full charge either, so I need to charge it up. Um, it definitely feels. <laughs> If Juan, the reason why I'm asking for Juan Carlos in the comments, guys, because you know he's going to be bagging on me when I start when I start talking about you know how does it feel in the hand? It doesn't feel like uh, you know like a box of uh, you know uh, open razors and stuff like that. So short answer, there is a lot of obviously similarities between the two. So I can definitely show what the hardware looks like because that's one of the things they they mentioned I can actually show. Uh, so let's go ahead and switch over real quick. Um, first thing here is the Pixel 4a. So this is the Pixel 4a that came out earlier this year. Obviously, this is the the aesthetics is very similar. So if we look at the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4a, they're similar in the actual aesthetics as far as the overall look. Different material. This very very much feels very different. Cooler to the touch here with the metal with the metal back, and of course here the fingerprint sensor is roughly in the same spot. The camera's uh, array is bigger since we have multiple sensors. Uh, same placement as far as the uh, power button and the volume rocker on the top. We have a headphone jack on the 4a we don't have one here and of course here on the left side we don't have obviously anything other than this just a single sim tray option i think on the bottom and bottom firing speaker of course uh, married to the top firing speaker which will be for stereo speakers is here of course i still need to yeah i still need to set it up it's not it's not set up at all and i think it's trying to ask me to do certain things in there um let me see here okay i think i skipped a whole bunch of people uh, more bad news for a headphone jack enthusiast, I guess. It's a weird situation. Uh, Michael uh, is asked, mentioning it. You know, obviously, we don't have a headphone jack on this. The Pixel 4a X 5G did receive a headphone jack, which is, I feel like, I think more the, the 4a line will keep the headphone jack. And the Pixel 5 and the way we saw it last year, you know, that they're just basically going. Uh, I've, short answer is, I feel like what they've done with the device is they gave us more than what we had before. They give they went back to the fingerprint sensor that I felt like was more of the consistent performer. Nothing's wrong with the face unlock, but the problem is if there's one thing that the current situation taught us this year is that it's a lot harder to use face unlock when you're wearing a facial covering outdoors, especially if you're using your phone to make payments. So I feel like from a unlocking uh, mechanism, I feel like the fingerprint sensor will always feel, will work the best. Um, this just looks absolutely stunning. Um, the the color on it, uh, even the Google logo. Let me show you guys what I mean. The Google logo actually has a reflection on it. So let's go ahead and bring this up. And let's see if we can get it into focus. Here we are. You can see that the logo itself is reflective. It's not just a sticker. So it's sitting there. Uh, you can see the camera array, the fingerprint sensor, very nice, very almost flush with the actual unit. Doesn't actually give a lot of bumper. And of course, everything else just looks really 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 nice like you can the material let me see if we can make the sound a little bit of asmr for us every for everybody there um and it just really like has a really good feel and it doesn't feel like it's a big device let's go ahead and switch over and sorry the mic was pointing up to talk um so uh, yes uh here let's see going going a little bit further back uh <laughs> Yeah, mention the texture, uh, the texture instead. Yeah, so it, I think it's the overall best way to kind of put it there. Um, 
Oh, Goran did jump on a question. Does the Xperia 5 include Clear Audio Plus or is that just an upscaling uh, uh, DS? Oh, they did have the DSEE. Yeah, the DS Plus. <laughs> Goran, Goran's being very frank. So yes, it is the DSEE feature that they added in there. Sorry, could not, could do better, could do a better job with the three and a half millimeter headphone jack. It's still a lot better than what we had the year before, which was not nothing. So that's a big upgrade, I think. If anything else, uh, TK's right though. I still assist, uh, it still sounds really good, and it, it really, guys, I'm like, <laughs> I I man, I, I want to charge this guy up and get it up and running and, and be able to start playing with it. Um, the overall, I think what we get there, I think the combination of the two makes perfect sense and why the Pixel Buds are included in this package. Uh, this includes the reverse wireless charging, as they mentioned in the launch event, which I think is a really good, a big, big feature there. Uh, the camera options and a lot of the new features in there, I'll definitely be playing around with those hopefully this weekend. Won't be able to share with you guys some content on that very, very soon. Um, so, oh, oh, Michael, it would have been very nice if Sony made a phone with audiophile specifications. I think if anything, bringing back the headphone jack and at least giving us the ability of having a dedicated DAC de dedicated for it is still a big jump, um, basically from going without having a headphone jack. So if we just go only on based on that fact, I think it's worth it. And I think it's something that is very, very nice. Uh, let me see here. Oh yeah, <laughs> Gary the Fire. Everybody, thank you very much for sharing the screenshots, guys. Always, definitely, hey, man, always, always. Um, and, um, so that was from that sense, I think it's definitely very nice. I agree that, you know, obviously more work could have been done, but I think it's the fact that we do have it that we need to figure out at least hopefully that could be the path for next year's. As long as we keep this dedicated hardware and Sony really focuses on creators and the fact and the fact that they're obviously giving us multiple ways of interacting with our device when it comes to audio, either straight audio, uh, you know, directly with the microphones or using a headphone jack playing audio through it wirelessly or directly uh, using a headphone jack. All of those things hopefully will get better with next iterations. Um, Goran Petrovic's uh, commenting is a good evening. I hope you're doing well. Oh, I think Aditya is just saying hi to Goran. Um, and Michael, Sony has been, uh, oh, David, uh, David da Davin Davis is saying, Sony has been cheap with their, uh, with their amps for years. The DAC has always been, ha uh, the, the DACs have always been good. So the, the, like I said, it's, it's more of the, the fact that we have it. Um, I agree though, like I said, for the price point, we could have gone a little bit more, uh, but at the end, I'm not sure where that, you know, price to feature kind of, uh, was mostly focused on their side. I think the cameras were definitely a big focus for them this year. The headphone jack bringing in was, I feel like in a certain way in connection to the cameras because of creators generally use external audio for microphones and not everybody uses USB-C microphones are generally used over three and a half millimeter headphone jack. And I feel like that's the connection. So for me, when I was showing you guys in the video with the Xperia five, the first video that I put out, I connected on one end an HDMI MHL adapter on the, the USB-C port. And I was using the headphone jack to run audio in it to be able to record the intro to that video. Um, conversely, when I was doing that video with Juan Carlos um, on Monday for the Surface Duo, that video was actually shot on the Xperia 5 Mark II. Uh, and I did that because it was like uh, the Saturday, not I launched it on Monday. Uh, and I did that because I wanted to actually kind of use it also outdoors. I set it up. I set up the scene. I had Juan Carlos sitting with there on the chair and we kind of set up the whole thing and it, and it works good. Uh, but I think, yeah, at the end of the day, from an audio file, I feel like the V60 may still win that battle at the end of the year. Um, I don't think I'd be buying it. Uh, hold on. Let's see. 
um, I don't think I'd, uh, I, I don't think I'd even buy a phone with an in-screen in scanner until it is perfected. So Gary's basically commenting on that the fingerprint scanner on the in-display fingerprint scanners. How are, there's obviously have the there's the optical scanners and then there's the uh, basically uh, the ultrasonic ones. So there's one that just illuminate the display and basically at, at that point illuminates the finger and it allows the sensor to read our fingerprints through the glass. And then there's the uh, ultrasonic one, which essentially just uh, almost like a Think of it as basically like an ultrasound where it sends a wave of sound to our finger and reads it by just seeing how the vibrations come back to the sensor, which is similar to what we see with, so, uh, with Samsung. Now, Qualcomm last year did show us the technology for a bigger sensors, a bigger uh, bigger surface area for fingerprint sensors. So you no longer have to actually worry about where your finger is. Unfortunately, in 2020, we didn't see any device actually use that. We saw a demo unit during the uh, Qualcomm tech event, uh, which also another big thing. I don't know if you guys saw the tweet that I put out. Um, uh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen in early December. It is going to be virtual, and there's going to be a lot of stuff to be talked about. Specifically, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what the, the brand new, obviously the new, eight, uh, we're all anticipating the 875 to come out, right? Uh, coffee here. It's interesting how coffee in English is called coffee, in French is café, in Arabic is ahwe. They don't sound the same at all. Like you think tea is English, um, in Arabic is chai, and in French is te. Interesting things. Uh, not, not that that was part of the conversation, it just it popped in my head. Uh, Gary, Huawei and Xiaomi are uh, are very solid screen scanners. I, I want to say that uh, Xiaomi is making better fingerprint scanners. Uh, the OnePlus scanner also, as well as the one on uh, the Find X2 Pro has been very, very solid performers. So if you're looking for something like that, I think Oppo and OnePlus are definitely, since in the, to a certain aspect, I feel like they share hardware. Um, any improvements done on one side always improves the other. Uh, ever since the 7 Pro and on on OnePlus, their fingerprint scanners have been solid. Uh, although there's are, those are more the optical, not the ultrasonic ones. Uh, Matt, the ROG Phone 3 under display scanner sucks. Uh, <laughs> I am sorry to hear that, Matt. Uh, is it, I think, I thought you were, okay. So I remember you mentioning it last time, and I don't know if you had a chance to be able to swap it out or not. Uh, uh, as far as the actual for the fingerprint scanner, I hope that you're able to swap it unless this is actually the replacement unit and you're still having a fingerprint scanner problem. Then at that point, I hope that they've included the, uh, you know, in display or the, the face unlock feature. Because I think for me, I used to use that a lot on my ROG phone too. Uh, Simon says Hypno is the Pixel 5 is out of stock in the UK. I can imagine. So it's just kind of like how it's been going on before because these are pre-orders if you think about it. There's not the actual stock. So I'm hoping that we'll see more stock coming out very soon. Um, Goran Petrovic, hey man, <laughs> good morning. Uh, what's with these uh, scanners lately? My G7 goes crazy sometimes, um, and then some reports have said, uh, oh sorry, some some report these side um, the side ones doing the same under display are already notorious for not being reliable. So there's different experiences, right? So if we're if we're looking at it here, they went back to the fingerprint scanner in the back, and I feel like that's the right decision. The side-mounted ones on the Xperia 1 and the Xperia 5 Mark II, both of the ones from 2020, I feel like are a big improvement from what we saw last year. I still feel like they're a little bit better to work with, like even with the Surface, uh, with the Duo. The Duo has a side-mounted fingerprint scanner. Um, you need to get used to it. That side option always has to have kind of like a memory side because they always place it in a weird spot. And what I mean by that is sometimes they'll put it above or include it in the power button, and sometimes it's placed slightly lower and higher than where your finger normally, well, your thumb normally rests on the phone. 
the back sensors, there's not much space for you to be able to put it anywhere else other than just putting them right where your finger lands. If you're picking up your phone off the table, your finger lands here. Your finger lands there. There's no question that this is the best situation and the best experience. Uh, and I feel like this is the, the best experience that we're able to get from a fingerprint scanner hands down. Uh, so what I would definitely say is if you're looking for a fingerprint scanner in 2020, it's it's a little bit hard to find things that are not in display. It's, it's kind of weird. Like we've all gone down the, the road for that. Um, Sony's been doing it on the side. I feel like, uh, you know, Pixel obviously are going to the backside, which is, I feel like is much better from the functionality again, and it's more consistently functional for us. So uh, face unlock is not bad, but again, if you're out and about and you're using face covering, obviously, as we all should be doing uh, during this time, uh, it's hard for us to use any type of face unlock. And this is always going to be the fastest, the best, the most secure, always the best. Um, let me see here. Uh, you should have waited for the P5. <laughs> should have waited for the P5. Uh, you know, it, it may not be too late, Joe. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if you, you're able to, to swap it out if you want to, but I feel like you have to also kind of get whatever works best for you if you're able to get it at the time that you need to do it. Uh Yes, so Gary's also kind of uh, commenting, saying that the ROG Phone 3 is available in the US. Um, I'm debating if I want to pick up the, the ROG Phone 3. Last year with the with the ROG Phone 2, I picked it up as the 10 cent edition. That was the Chinese model while I was on a trip for Huawei. Uh, and I feel like it's a good option for the price that it offered. I didn't need the, the, the fastest, the best version of the ROG Phone 3 or 2. Uh, and in this situation, I may end up doing the exact. I may be waiting a little bit for the Tencent edition to start showing up on Swappa and so on. And I may pick up just the Tencent, uh, mostly because those are devices that I tend to buy and not really worry about reselling. There's going to be longevity. They're gaming phones, so it's always going to be one of the better ones. Um, tar, uh, TK is the, uh, is the third microphone on the camera on the back, uh, as there are three microphones on this phone. Uh, if I'm not mistaken... It's typical to what we've seen before. We have one on the top, one on the back, and I'm assuming if there is a third one, it will end up being basically being the sensor. And I, I'm, uh, I, I, I want to say that it's probably sitting somewhere around the camera sensor. I, I yeah, it, it looks like there's a little bit of a microphone opening in the back that's going to be facing the person. So that seems like it's something that is present right there, uh, and at least that's what I can see on the outside. So nothing, nothing <laughs> should not be a problem with any kind of requirements there. Uh, some sorry, someone wants the fingerprint sensor gone. 3.5 uh, uh, density is dead. Uh, the the, so the 3.5 uh, headphone jack is dead on all of them. So it's hard for us to remove all of these things and not compromise the experience of the device. I feel like it's very hard for us. Uh, I actually I actually like side mounted. Uh, may oh uh, sorry, uh, Davin Davis saying. I actually like the side-mounted way uh, more than the in-screen in scanner. And I feel like it also feels better because, again, if it's placed in the right spot. So for me, like I said, if, if this had a fingerprint sensor on the side, I would want to be where the fingerprint. So the power button is sitting at the top. That's roughly where my hand, if I'm holding this phone correctly, my power fingerprint sensor sits where it needs to be on the back. And the power button is where my thumb is. That's how I want to launch my phone. But what we're starting to see is more devices where they put the uh, the volume rocker above the power, and then obviously that would bring down the power button to the middle, which makes it on a smaller form factor because this is not exactly the smallest phone or the largest one. Your finger is basically having to adjust down to fit uh, to touch it, but it still works a lot better than having it in a display because you have to turn on the display unless you want to leave it on all the time. There's a better, it's better and it's faster. 
Uh, yeah, like the Z Fold 2, same thing. Side-mounted fingerprint sensor, I like it. It works great. It's the same as the power button, and it works. And I think that's the main benefit there, that it just works much better. Um, here, uh, so Goran says, supposedly chi uh, the Chinese will be using an uh, under-display fingerprint sensor that will read it on the lower half of the whole screen is just an LCD screen though. So that probably is using the, the new tech that we saw with the 865 last year. Now, it, the, the demo that we saw wasn't big enough to cover the entire bottom part of the display, but the intention of that was to give us a fingerprint sensor that we didn't need to have a finger, like a, the light up mechanism for it to come out. So in essence, you just basically pick up your phone and put your finger anywhere. So basically any part of the bottom side, you should be able to hit the fingerprint sensor and it should be able to scan your, uh, your fingerprint unlock. Um, although, yeah. It, it, and we also have to kind of keep in mind that LCD isn't bad. Xiaomi is using LCD in a lot of their devices, like the Poco um, X3 NFC that came out under 200 euros uh, is running on an LCD, but it's 120 frames per second LCD. Again, you had to kind of work with together. Um, my only thing with LCD is not that I'm harping on the technology. It's more of the power efficiency that it offers. It's a great display from what it offers us. It's just that the concern obviously is to have a display on and have, even if you're using a dark theme, you don't benefit from the lower power consumption of a darker theme when you're turning off certain, like when you have the true dark themes where it's able to turn off pixels on an OLED panel, LCD doesn't. LCD has to actually have it on and actually emit, uh, it has to emit the color so that it actually works. So. That's my only thing. Other than that, I feel like LCDs are actually pretty good. Um, how does the Android TV OS compare to Google TV OS? So the biggest difference between the two, this is from Borlea uh, Lyovar, hopefully. Um, I'm saying it correctly. Um, Android TV as an operating system will start looking like Google TV. That's one thing that I also uh, that you want to keep in mind. It's just currently there are two different versions. Um, Android TV is the latest evolution of the Android operating system that we've had from Google for their TV boxes or basically their online boxes. Uh, they went away from producing their own uh, type of uh, maybe you know like a stick or an Android TV a while back, and then now they're coming back into it. Uh, the UI itself remix very much the earlier days of Android TV. If you remember how the Android TV used to be, which which essentially was basically bars with different categories. And then of course you had the panning options on the top. Those are the things that we used to see. And then it looks like Android TV will look the same there. It runs very nicely on the, uh, and I like to call it the, the basically Chromecast Ultra, but the, Chrome, the new Chromecast 2020, and it's very smooth. I think the remote was the biggest thing that we've needed in the past, which used to separate Android TV and Chromecast with Android TV or Google TV. Now that the remote is there, it's functional. I love the fact that I'm able to control any content that I'm casting to it with the remote, so that works really nice. And of course, we also have the ability of basically just uh, casting everything that we want like a normal Chromecast. The limitation that we're having right now is till we start seeing third-party companies like NVIDIA and other companies that make them start supporting the Google TV, these are still going to basically hold some of the a little bit of a say a leg up. Chromecast with Google TV does not have uh, any external ports. You're able to sideload apps into it. Don't get me wrong. There's not a lot of storage in there, so it's not really intended to have extendable, expandable storage. Uh, I don't know how it's going to basically start interacting with uh, basically extend, uh, expandable storage if you're trying to use a thumb drive or something like that. Android TV right now does support it. NVIDIA has some of the best developments and some, some of the best options that we have on the market, especially with the NVIDIA Shield TV. 99 bucks, can't go wrong. And once that receives the update, that'll also support micro SD, which means expandable and, of course, all the cool things. So uh, 
not the, not a big difference, but I would definitely say uh, it's appreciated and it's the path forward. So Android TV, as much as we like it, will start looking like Google TV. Uh, that's something to keep in mind. Uh, T in Polish is Irbata. Uh, Ir <laughs> Irbata. Hopefully, I'm saying that correctly, uh, Greg. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, T. Well, so like the other thing also is uh, like in Arabic we say shy, but in Indian it's also shy. So there's like shy, if you've ever seen a movie where it's like you know shy wala, uh, wala in Arabic means wala, uh, which means a boy. Uh, and so in Indian shy wala, the boy that bring you know the the tea boy, uh, the guy that brings the tea is uh, also translates exactly to Arabic, which is very nice. Um, oh, Joe, Joe, yeah, 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 yeah. I sorry, Greg, I didn't get that. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Simon, oh, Dominic wanted answering Simon. Uh, Asus is not releasing the ROG phone in the UK. Still don't understand that release cycle. I really, really wish, uh, see how things are. Uh, skip my comment. Uh, let me see if I can find you. Let me see if I can find you. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Here, okay. Um, Hi, first time on the show live. Uh, I, I returned my full two because I kept stressing about damaging it. Um, Oh, now I miss it. Should I get it again or should I go for the Note 20 Ultra? Um, so, so Sock's amazing channel. <laughs> um, I would say, look, the, if you're if you're looking for the for the Note 20 Ultra because of the pen functionality and what you're getting there, I think that one will serve you much better. There's no pen input over on the on the uh, on the Z Fold 2. Um, I was with you. I was very concerned about protecting the, the actual Z Fold 2. The first week or so before I was able to get a case or even any kind of protection on it, that drove me crazy. Uh, now I have a glass protector that's on the front-facing display. I have a case that's on the back. I'm also ordering some additional cases. It's not as fragile as you think it is. I dropped it one time, which and it was closed, uh, luckily, um, at about three feet off from basically it was my hand. I was like holding it, a grab, 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 and of course, it hit the ground. Uh, no damage to the phone. The case did take some of the uh, some of the damage. There was a little bit of a ding on the glass protector, but that's why I have a glass protector. Uh, the phone is actually pretty good. The magnets on the actual closing mechanism here are very strong. It did not flail all around and kind of like damage the internal display. Uh, there's one thing, if there's nothing else I can say, is that you need to keep have a chamois with you all the time. Um, I actually go around with this all the time just to make sure to clean it. Uh, Surprisingly, this is a OnePlus chamois that came with one of my old uh, older uh, media packages uh, from before. And uh, so it's one of those things that you want to keep in mind. If you're okay with the price and you want to have that tablet experience, there's nothing like it on the market right now. I mean, the, the Surface Duo does a very similar job in the sense that it's a dual display functioning device, right? You're always looking at two sides, right and left, right and left, right and left. And you, of course, you have the full screen. Uh, the Z Fold has two separate displays. There's the thin display and then there's the large display. Uh, let me double check here. And why do I have another person at the front door? Tell me. It's not Christmas, is it? Did, did I miss? Did I did I miss Christmas already? Let me see. Uh, if my Wi-Fi can work. If <laughs> I don't. No, uh, we got, we're getting some flyers. It is election season after all. Uh, so I, I probably would say, I would say just go with what you feel like works best. There is a big price difference. The Note, 2, Note 20 Ultra did drop in price a little bit. There's a good chance that price will drop a little bit more next week in competition of the prime day that's coming up. Um, 
speaking of which, if you guys are considering or you're looking into Amazon Prime Day, it's going to be on the 13th and 14th next week. Uh, so those are going to be obviously a lot of sales. And I'm hoping a lot of companies will jump on the, the bandwagon. I saw Honors. It's going to be putting some sales in the UK on the Amazon UK site. Uh, unfortunately, not in the US. Uh, but yeah, so uh, not that I didn't want to glance over the question there. It's a, it really depends on what you're looking for. It is not as fragile as you think it is, but definitely pick up a case. I would definitely, and a glass protector. I put out a video for that, uh, for that not that long ago. Uh, here, uh, so Simon says, uh, oh, the, the the wing release in the UK, I need to know before I, before I get a different phone. Uh, I haven't heard of a release date at all. I mean, I'm starting to see the LG account be more active about promoting it. I know very few people in the U.S. got one, and if any, if any, the, there was a very small number. Uh, there was a, some international uh, creators that had it. I think Isa, uh, Joshua Gar's girlfriend, Isa Dustek, also has uh, put out her review on this. Uh, and but as far as actual release date, I'm not sure. Most of the people have been reviewing uh, unlocked models, so keep in mind that if you are picking it up through a carrier, there's going to be some differences there. Uh, what I mean is carrier specific differences. Um, let me see here. So Matt, Matt doesn't, uh, doesn't have any updates in there. How does the Android TV compare to Google? Uh, okay. Uh, oh, I, I think we already kind of covered it Bor. Uh, yeah, I think we did. We kind of went through there. Oh, you know what guys, I actually went back too far. I'm, I'm reading really older comments at like 12 and we are 1207. So here, uh, where are we now? I think I went down too far. Uh, try and Try, try, try saying. Uh, I don't know how to how to enunciate the accents that you have on the. Uh, I I imagine I I, I imagine that obviously it was in a in a different like so it's it's Slovakian, a uh, Slovenian sorry Slovenian. Um, psek, uh, psek. So that's. Uh, I feel like this is going to be one of those episodes I really need to uh, hopefully have the translation on. I don't know how to say them. I know the middle one is Hori, Hori, And then the other uh, one is says, and then says, uh, that last one is, that's a doozy. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I knew how to say that one. Uh, so Matt's jumping back in. Amazon UK has the ROG Phone 3. That's where I got mine from. Ships from France though. So it's a UK, it's a French seller on the, uh, on the website over on Amazon. The beauty of Amazon, of course. Uh, the cases are a joke for the Z Fold 2. Nothing available, but the Z Fold 2 is quite rugged. So um, Greg Jackson's talking about the cases, and it was one of my biggest. Uh, if there was not, if there was one thing that frustrated me with the Z Fold 2, was the launch of the Z Fold 2 without any cases. Um, Samsung didn't have them available at the pre-order time, so you could not even pre-order the cases. Now they are available, but at the time of the launch and when the phone became available, all the cases were not available till early October come October, we're now on obviously October 10th. Uh, and what we're saying essentially is that still a lot of cases that um, I don't understand why only cover the back. Like there's no reason only to have a case for the back. I understand that you may want to not cover the middle hinge. This obviously needs to open and close. Uh, but I think the front display needs uh, needs the same level of protection. And we want to get the same level of protection of what we get with the back casing. There's a lot of cases that are available on Amazon that we're starting to see. Some of them are available to ship out now. But there's a lot of them that are not available till still end of October. It seems like there's a shortage, either from the manufacturing side on. In, uh, obviously, I'm assuming they're made in China, 
um, and you know, getting them over to the uh, to these warehouses on Amazon and start shipping them out. Uh, but there are some cases that I've seen before, like the ones over on the AT and T store, which I've seen a lot of people comment saying that they look very, very, very cheap. And what I mean by this essentially is the material looks like it's going to just fall off the phone, which means it's not a really one of the better cases, and they're priced accordingly. They're about forty bucks available. There's the AT and T one. Uh, T Mobile has one uh, from Casemate, but I couldn't find one. Uh, I'm waiting on a contact for uh, one of my contacts over at VRS Design promised me uh, some cases to be able to check out. Still haven't received those yet. Uh, and there's, of course, some Olixar cases available. So I'm looking for cases as well, but it is frustrating when you pay 2200 bucks plus on a phone and you can't put a case on it and you're forced to carry it the whole time, you know, no case in anything. And I realize from a PR standpoint, they would love that because then people can see it. But from our side, from a user standpoint, we want to protect a phone that is somewhat slippery when if your fingers are a little bit wet. So if nothing else, I think this case does a really good job of allowing me not to have that slippery back affect my control. Uh, and of course, the front-facing glass display uh, is definitely much better to protect the front-facing display till I have a case. Uh, oh, here. Uh, so uh, Farouz is saying, basically, you can buy the ROG Phone 3 from Wonder Mo uh, uh, oh, Wanda Mobile. It's a good site. I'll have to double check that. Uh, it, and I'm assuming you're, you're saying that they have the uh, the uh, the Tencent edition as well. Uh, let's see here real quick. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, Ronaldo's going to be there as well. Yeah, uh, uh, my tech reviews. Uh, thank you for um, Aline FX2. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly for the super chat. Uh, and uh, he has a quick question for us here. Uh, Apple TV versus Google TV. I've ended, I find that the UI on the Android TV to be uh, to, to be lag free while I was waiting for uh, for some UI content on to, to fill in for the Google TV. So right now, I think if the overall experience is just going to be pretty much very straightforward. This is the best Google TV hardware that they're able to put out. So you're getting a very smooth, very lag-free experience. And I feel like they did a great job of loading it on the Chromecast Ultra. Um, I have no question that basically anything that runs uh, currently Android TV smoothly, like the NVIDIA Shield and the NVIDIA Shield TV, sorry, the NVIDIA Shield TV and the NVIDIA Shield TV Pro, both will run this very, very nicely. Uh, NVIDIA makes great hardware. The chipset is very powerful. I think it's when we're starting to see some of those lag is when we start seeing third-party applications or third-party systems start using the UI and not, you know, getting the full optimization for it. Uh, as far as comparing it to Apple TV, I think it's comparable. If nothing else, it's much easier to work with, much cheaper. Uh, if you do a subscription, if you do a trial subscription to YouTube TV in the U.S., currently still available, um, you just try it for the 14 days, they'll send you a free Google TV, uh, Chromecast with Google TV. So Already, they're trying to push it very heavily. One of their other combos, which I think was $89, it's a little bit more, obviously, so it's like 40 bucks more than the standard 50 bucks one, but you get six months worth of Netflix in the US at 13 bucks a month for free included with it. So if you factor that into the original price, that's a much better deal also, especially if you're a subscriber to Netflix, which I feel like we're all at some point or another subscribers. Um, and of course, Greg, thank you very much for that as well. Well done, TK Pay. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, no, th these things are always going to be very interesting. Uh, the 
Android TV is has been evolving for many, many years. I was just surprised that the Google TV interface was very reminiscent of earlier versions of Android TV. That's the only thing. The UI elements, the smoothness, the, the transitions, uh, the functionality of the remote, I was also very surprised. It responds, it responds very, very nicely. You just need to remember to press and hold the button on the on the assistant, not press and release. Once you release it, it doesn't listen. So if you press and hold and talk, it recognizes it very quickly. Um, and it works quite well for me, both in Arabic and in English, since I have the Arabic language turned on uh, for me on the assistant. Uh, my tech reviews is in the comment. Ronaldo is in the comment. So again, guys, make sure you check out my, uh, across the podcast tomorrow with Matt and Sam, of course, with Ronaldo. Uh, our you have his comment right there. My tech reviews. He's going to be in the comments tomorrow. He's actually the the guest. Uh, the, he's going to be on the show tomorrow for sure. Uh, here, let me just read this real quick. Greg Jackson kind of commented is, would it be fair to say that the future duo was a, uh, sorry, would it be the, uh, safe to say that the Surface duo was a flop? Software seems awful, but I liked uh, that, it, that they tried to do. Um, first and foremost, I would probably say it's not necessarily a flop in the sense, unless we're trying to compare sales and availability. Um, the Surface Duo, I don't think, was trying to go into a market and say, look, we're doing this better than everybody else. I think what they're trying to offer everybody is the experience of using the Surface line of devices and giving you that Surface experience. So is it going to get better? Yes. It, the, the challenges that the Surface team had to go with is the fact that it was in development for so long. So therefore, we're still talking about, you know, obviously 855, uh, you know, in there, uh, not as much RAM as some of the other devices on the market. But the overall experience is getting better. Software updates are making it better. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it a flop, but I also wouldn't necessarily say it's a big hit. It's pretty much feeding into a very much niche kind of uh, subset of users that would appreciate the technology. Not everybody's going to pick it up. It looks cool. There's that whole, you know, oh, wow, look at this. It kind of folds all the way. Uh, but at the end of the day, the people that are actually going to spend the $1,300 and buy it or 13 or 1400 bucks for it, uh, they're going to be people that are pretty much very much vested in this ecosystem. And then obviously you're going to use this as a productivity tool to make them uh, more efficient at you know, mul running multiple things, running true dual apps of multiple things at the same time and having that dual form factor almost like an extended desktop. Uh, it's still, I would say the jury on that one is still a little bit out, but I would say not necessarily a flop, but not necessarily like a, you know, they didn't hit it out of the park, if that, that's for sure. But I, I like what it offers. I like the, the, the UI elements that it offers there. Uh, Davin Davis, uh, TK, watching the stream uh, cast it onto, an, uh, onto my sh uh, Shield TV, NVIDIA really nails the hardware uh, for the Android TV. They've, the, 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 of all of the different Android TV boxes or any kind of, you know, like smart boxes or things like this that I've seen on the market for the years that I've been doing videos on, on YouTube and so on, um, NVIDIA for some reason has had the dedication and the focus to be able to give you that experience. It's almost like if there was a hardware manufacturer that could have been as close to Google to developing, getting this thing running, it has to be NVIDIA. Um, their support level is uncalled for, you know, basically unmatched. Uh, they're still supporting some of their earlier generation of NVIDIA TVs uh, and providing them updates, obviously with, within this uh, hardware limitation capabilities. Uh, and that's something to be said. But yeah, no, the fact that you're using the Shield TV and enjoying it on there, I still have my, my Shield TV Pro here. I have another NVIDIA Shield TV sitting in the living room. Um, the uh, the Google TV, the Chromecast with Google TV right now is in the office mostly because of the videos. I need to work on an Arabic video version of what I did last time. And I want to also do some tips and tricks on it. So it's in the production cycle. So that's why it stays in the office. But 
very easy, very simple. You plug it in anywhere, and now you you pretty much have an Android TV uh, connection. Um, I'm hoping that uh, NVIDIA will start, obviously, working towards small, miniaturizing the form factor, especially on the NVIDIA Shield TV, the standard model, uh, and still give us the expandability on that. Uh, Joe, uh, Aditya is such a dude. He's giving Greg's uh, dog a virtual scratch. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, Michael, uh, okay, so um, Michael's jumping back is, but I'm a little bit worried uh, about the durability of the Surface Duo. The hardware is just so damn thin. Um, if we look at the hardware, I'm with you, totally fine. Yes, the, the, the unit itself actually is thinner than most devices when you're using it and it's opened up. Um, I have seen, I think, only one device that's been damaged, and mostly because it, dry, it dropped on the ground. It is glass on glass after all, so damage obviously is going to be very hard. Cases are the challenge that are, I'm, I'm having a concern with right now. What I'm seeing essentially is that we're seeing a plethora of uh, basically skins and bumpers, but no true case can actually fit the Surface Duo because of the, sorry, because of the form factor, the way the design was done. They focused primarily on the design and the aesthetics of the fine of the device, but not necessarily thinking it through the case manufacturers and how people are going to be able to support it. So short answer, I would say, is put a skin on it, like a really nice skin, and of course, use a bumper, and that should be the most protection we're able to get and hopefully help uh, with the durability. But it is definitely prone to, um, it's glass. That's the best way to say it. It's glass on glass. And uh, if we anything we've ever learned, glass shatters, at, at, obviously, if you hit a, enough. So the short answer is uh, just if you have one, protect it and make sure you keep track of that. Uh, it's definitely not as, I'm not saying that the um, Z Fold 2 is more durable this year, but if you have a case and put a glass protector on the Z Fold 2, at least you're able to have more options for cases. So hopefully that came in um, here. Uh, at Dominic... Uh, let's jump back here. Let me see here if we have any comments back in here. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. Check this out. Oh, man. Oh, right there. Okay. Um, uh, okay. I checked with... Okay. So um, I checked that the YouTube TV promo, uh, they are making sure they milk at least one payment out of you uh, in their terms. Uh, so cost is at least 65. Oh, okay. So I take that back then because I, in at least, I never... I don't have a uh, YouTube TV cause I already bought mine. Uh, but every time I clicked it, uh, they do sign up, they do sign you up and it's the first 14 days. If I'm not mistaken, um, 14 days are free, but I'm assuming you're saying is that they need to have at least one payment of 65. So if you think of it this way, you get to try the service for a month or a month and a half, basically, because the first 14 days are free and you're paying 65 bucks, which is about 15 bucks more than what you would have paid if you bought it by itself. So yeah, in a way it's not really free, but it's more of the, having you try the Google TV, YouTube TV service. Uh, I think I still think the uh, $89 promo one is much better with, with Netflix at least because it works for existing customers as well. So you're able to basically apply it to your existing account. Um, I'd go, oh, so DTN and Goran going back and forth on that one. Uh, oh, here. Uh, so Ari, uh, Ariksu, sorry, it says, um, I charge Samsung. I've, I've changed Samsung Fold to Surface Duo and I saved 500 bucks. Um, I think it's a good deal. I think honestly, like I said, if if, if that's the, the, there's certain things that are different between the two. The, the Z Fold 2 definitely has better cameras, better speakers. Uh, multimedia consumption on the, on the Z Fold 2 obviously will, when you're using the, you know, stereo speakers and so on, are definitely going to be a lot better. Uh, 
dual display application or dual gaming on the Z Fold 2 compared to the, uh, the Surface Duo is actually different. The Surface Duo does a better job because it treats them as two separate displays. Uh, the Z Fold 2 cannot run two separate games full side-by-side uh, -side and multi-window and give you that same experience because you're still running on a much smaller canvas. So you have to kind of just look at the canvas or what you're getting in the device. It's a much smaller form factor as opposed to having two separate devices. So I still feel like, I mean, you're getting a much better deal with the, Z, with the Duo if that's what you're trying to do. Uh, I feel like if you're trying to get more of a tablet experience on a phone, that's where the Z Fold 2 comes in. I may end up doing a video um, just to kind of cover some of those differences because I think a lot of people look at them as, as similar, but there's a big difference in the way you use them. Uh, man. Uh, let me see here. Let me see. <laughs> Goran is jumping in that one. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, oh, man. The Pixel 5. Um, I can't, I can, okay, so I can only say the excitement that I've had for this device, the waiting for it since the Pixel 4 XL. Um, this, the Pixel 4a, just drove me over the moon because of this, if, the fact of what it offers for 350 and what you're getting there. Um, the Pixel 5 obviously is exactly what you expect, all the new improvements. The announcement were made not that long ago. It's in the house. It's in the studio. Please make sure to know that you're going to be seeing a lot more content coming out on this very, very soon. Um, and Oh, Greg Jackson is saying, I agree. I think while I still have this, uh, the, the Surface Duo, because I have it for another week or so, um, I feel like a good video just to compare the two different, you know, what is the Pixel, you know, what is the Surface Duo? What does the Surface Duo do better than the, you know, Z Fold 2? And what does the Z Fold 2 do better than the uh, Surface Duo? I think that a lot of people kind of look into it. And I realize there's a big price gap between the two, but the fact is they're both you know, $1,300 plus phones. And at the end of the day, if you're in that ballpark, I, I don't really think you're com you're considering the saving a hundred or two. You're trying to get exactly what you want. And I'll hopefully be able to hit that one uh, directly and get that get you guys a good answer on that one. Um, I think Goron's answering somebody else's comments in there. Uh, okay, so uh, since, I, since I connected a second monitor to my PC, I cannot use, I cannot use fewer. Since I, uh, I, I help, my hands on the dual screen phones. I don't want fewer. Uh, it is if we, it is a situation, and it is definitely a problem. Uh, not not a bad problem to have. Actually, it's a good problem to have. Uh, I'm I've got into the point where I'm with you. Once I went two displays behind me, now I have to have two displays in front of me. So I'm running two displays, even though one of them is the actual laptop and the other one is his monitor. So there is a big benefit of having two displays. The Z Fold Two does a great job of giving us a big display but it's not giving us two displays. That's the big difference. So you just have to kind of appreciate what one offers over the other. I feel like if you're trying to do be, be really good at multitasking, the Z Fold 2 is gonna be good for that, but it's in more of a shrunken size. So to run three different apps or two apps, you lose 50% real estate from one side to the other, and they're more in that longer format. Even if you do get them in more of a sideways, they're still smaller. The Z Fold 2 does a much better job because it has the dedicated two separate displays and you're able to jump between one for the other without having to turn on or just expand and resize and trying to get that form factor correctly. So we'll, we'll definitely cover that one very, very soon for you guys. Don't worry. Um, here. Oh, uh, Ganesh is saying, in India, the first time Google Pixel 4a is priced under uh, 30,000 rupees. It's worth. Is it worth to buy over the Nord possible to launch for 4a 5G? I... 
so I haven't had a chance to, to I, I take that back. I've done some videos to covering both of them. I would say at the end of the day, the Pixel 4a will give you better pictures. The, the Nord is going to give you more versatility when it comes to camera experience. You have multiple lenses. You have different experiences. Obviously, their prices, they're priced very close to each other. Uh, and I think they're both obviously going to be seven series processors. They're not going to be very big difference as far as performance. I would say at the end of the day, if you're familiar if you're coming from a oneplus stick to the oneplus if you're looking to have those additional sensors the 4a only has one sensor the 4a 5g which is though i think the one that you're mentioning at the end will definitely be a step up because it's a bigger display it has the dual lenses and you're getting the benefit of the bigger battery as well because obviously physically it's going to be bigger so i think at the end of the day if if price is not an issue uh, and your primary focus is going to be photography and of course you want the fastest uh, updates uh, i think pixel will work really good for you oneplus is doing a really good job of keeping everything updated and running it uh, and if i'm not mistaken maybe you can let me know ganesh does oneplus run hydrogen os on the nord in india or is it running the oxygen os build I would be truly interested to find out. I've, I haven't had many. Um, I haven't had a chance to talk to many people in India running hardware from OnePlus, and if, if it is still running hydrogen, uh, and I'm not sure why they call it hydrogen over oxygen OS. Um, Matt, uh, extreme skins appreciated your uh, appreciated your custom Greg. Uh, appreciate your okay or, or your custom Greg, and I don't forget you use code Win. Oh. We have a code. We definitely have a, a, co a discount code from Matt uh, for Extreme Skins if you guys want to be able to check that out. Uh, and I started uh, with uh, eating just fish. And after a while, we stopped. <laughs> Aditya and Greg can go, honestly, I are going back and forth. Um, Davin Davis, TK, um, are you getting the Pixel 4a 5G for review? I don't think they are. I don't think they're sending it to us. And if I do need it, I will end up having to pick it up for uh, the, the retail price of $499. Um, I think some, um, there are different sets of, let me just say, let me step back. Sorry. Team Pixel, uh, Team Pixel was very gracious enough to allow us to have the Pixel 5. I feel like because we have the Pixel 4a to be able to play with, that kind of covered the 4a line and the 5. I don't think they're going to be sending us the, uh, the 4a 5G. If they do, I'll definitely make sure to put out some more coverage on it. Um, I think for the most part, the 5 and the 4a share a lot of similarities. The Where the differences change is that the 4a 5G has the 5G modem, has obviously a bigger display, bigger uh, bigger battery, uh, but as far as the headphone jack, the experience on Android, it's for the most part the same. So at the end of the day, I feel like the five would, for me, if I had to pick between the two, I would definitely appreciate the five more. Uh, but we'll, I'll keep you guys posted if I do have that. Uh, <laughs> Joe, Joe and Matt are going back and forth there. Oh uh, man. Uh, no, in India, it's only running Oxygen OS as well. Okay, uh, but do most OnePlus devices run Hydrogen OS in India or do they run Oxygen OS as well? So, hope, sorry, I'm trying to pry on that one because uh, I, I kind of got confused at one point. My understanding is that Hydrogen OS was the operating system for OnePlus in India and Oxygen OS was for the global market. And I wasn't sure if that was a true statement anymore or what exactly is Hydrogen OS role in, uh, in the ecosystem. Um, here, let's say that uh, Greg, um, uh, Gregor saying, that's what you, <laughs> okay, so I think they're going back and forth there. Um, Akil Tal, uh, Tala, uh, 
Allah. Sorry. Uh, the Pixel 4a in India comes with Android 11 out of the box. So does that matter that the software, uh, does it matter in software support when compared to the uh, USA version? So the Pixel 4a in the US also has Android 11 now. It just, it was released before Android 11 was available. So that was the only thing. So but I think is, if I'm not mistaken, I think the, the time that it released in India was already after the Android 11 update. Now, if you pick up the Pixel 4a, you should be able to receive it right out of the box as it's setting itself up and update directly into Android 11 and you start fresh with it. Um, I didn't do the beta on the on the Pixel 4a mostly because it was such a short time. It was between beta 3 and of course close enough to the launch. So I left it where it was. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, I would say the reality is Pixel will always have the best photography and will always give you obviously the latest update faster. Uh, OnePlus does a very good job in being very much very, one of the first to update their devices. Uh, I think I saw somewhere online that the, uh, the OnePlus 8 line of devices are, are going to be receiving the Android 11 update, uh, the stable version of Android 11 with Oxygen OS uh, 11, uh, before even uh, official announcement of the uh, OnePlus 8T that's going to be happening in a few days. So think of, uh, sorry, think of how fast things are, are, are kind of working out there, which I really appreciate, of course. Um, IR1980TK, uh, how flat is the screen on the Pixel 5? And can the temper class screen protectors be uh, fitted on the display? Uh, it is as flat as it can. It is as flat as it can be. This is a flat display, no curvature. And I would imagine that the, the glass protectors will not go all the way to the edge. They will have a little bit of space to allow for casing. So we shouldn't have any problems. Uh, I think most cases or most devices that have curved edges are the ones that generally will have a little bit of an issue. But flat displays, easy. Uh, just make sure whatever kit that you get uh, does at least give you a good installation guide so that you know where to put it. That would be the best. And obviously, it has to align to the front-facing camera. Uh, let me double check here. Greg, da, 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 TK. Oh, okay. So I thought that uh, Hydrogen OS was only for China for OnePlus. I I remember that it was in a specific market. I wasn't sure if it was China, but I also remembered it at one point that it could have been in India, but it sounds like India and so China is hydrogen. Everything else is uh, global that has oxygen OS. So thank you. Sorry. In the most of the time here, I only get the chance to work with oxygen OS all the time. So for me, uh, now that we see with Android 11, at least on the beta, I saw that there were some inputs into hydrogen OS font. So the font or the, the icon shape. So uh, to me, I was like, what market is that being put in there specifically anymore? Uh, Daniel Chu, yeah, hydrogen OS is meant for China and uh, it doesn't come with Google services. Ha, ha, hence the hydrogen. Okay, thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. I think what you're trying to say is the speaker. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to tell, guys. If if they so, let's just say this: if the speaker is sitting all the way to the top, the way I've seen it on some devices, where it's like almost very thin, uh, it, more than likely, if they just leave that little gap between where the spot is and where the where the case and where the glass protector stop, there shouldn't be an issue. I would imagine that it would have to be built into the design. Uh, <laughs> uh, so here, Donald uh, Lucino. Hey, man, welcome back. Hey, TK. Um, I have Sprint with a CDMA LG V40, uh, almost paid off, and it uh, and I pay it. And if I pay it off, uh, and they unlock the phone for me, can I go? Where do, or where can I go next? Um, 
Well, so if I'm not mistaken, I think you're already technically on the T-Mobile network now. If I've, they've already kind of converted it, so if I'm not mistaken, are you saying is it where you want to upgrade to next, or are you thinking if you're able to use it with another carrier? I think Sprint's Sprint's version of phones uh, only work on CDMA networks, so it doesn't work on LTE on uh, on any kind of uh, I would say basically. Uh, uh, just GSM networks. So the overall experience, I think if you're thinking of going upgrading from the V40, the V60 can't go wrong. Honestly, I think the V60 is knockout upgrade. It's not as, there's certain compromises from what you're getting with the V40. Uh, but the phone itself, I think if you're able to unlock it and you're obviously able to basically either get a good price for it, uh, upgrading to the V60 would be a good option. Uh, but as far as using it on other carriers, uh, it's going to be pretty much limited to just CDMA. You're, there's not much you could do because of the modems that are built in there. T-Mobile carries that over to their network and that's how you're able to use it on the t-mobile network now but as far as the actual carrying of somewhere else uh sprint and verizon phones only work on sprint and verizon it's one of those things uh let me see what else we hear Dominic Wong, tk uh, so IR 1980, I haven't had a chance to set it up. I literally got the box. I just got it in there and I haven't had a chance to set it up yet. I need to charge it up. Uh, there's some things in there that I'm not able to share yet, but I'm going to try to see if I can put a little bit of highlights of all of this and maybe post a video later on this afternoon, just kind of uh, getting my thoughts together about the Pixel 5. Uh, and again, just everything that we got in the box, but we did end up doing the live unboxing of the Pixel, the Team Pixel uh, package that came in here. Um, Ganesh, uh, I would say stay tuned, man. I would say stay tuned. I don't have any announcements yet, uh, and I, I'll, I'll try to work some other, with some companies and see if there's anything we could do. Uh, TK, uh, okay, so TK, Joe has a good question. The P5 uh, uses a vibration to produce sound uh, on the top speaker. Will a tempered glass screen protector affect the quality? Uh, Speaking of uh, that example, I've installed a glass protector on the P30 Pro. Uh, I've also installed it on the P40. Uh, they use they don't use an earpiece speaker, uh, so they use the in-display vibration to be able to provide us the sound, not for music, but also provides it to you basically specifically for audio for phone conversations. I haven't had issues there with glass protectors. I don't know yet uh, with the way it's going to be on the Pixel Five. It's hard to tell. There is no protector installed on this right now, so it's going to have to be. I need to play with it and see how the sound quality is uh, with it, and of course, see if there's a way of dampening it. Because if I'm able to cover it with my finger, then I would imagine that there's certain dampening factors that'll work. If I'm not able to dampen it with my finger because it's not an open space like a normal earpiece, then I would imagine it should be fine. Uh, but I, I'll try to make sure to cover that for you guys. And uh, since I don't have a glass protector yet, it's hard also to test. So that's one of those things, but we can get close enough with the test with the uh, preliminary things that we can talk about. Uh, just got he, he just got it. He didn't get a chance to turn. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly, guys. I, I seriously, I just I barely turned it on and got the screen, the setup option, and that was pretty much it. Uh, I don't have time enough time to. I, I'd hate to have to put you guys through the whole process and in, in the live stream. The the uh, the entire experience. Uh, and let me double check. So there were more people coming up at my door. I didn't realize it was going to be a popular guy today, guys. Honestly, let me see. Uh, you know, somebody is knocking on the door. Let's see who it is. Oh, okay. No, I think that was just, just some packages. <laughs> Amazon being Amazon. That best way to say it. Aditya uh, <laughs> Neil, that's very true. Good vibes, man. I always, always. Uh, and as far as, yeah, please, uh, Matt, Matt has a good comment. Please, when the giveaways, if there is any, we'll, we'll definitely keep you guys posted. Please make sure to follow and check that out. But right now we don't, yeah, there, I, I don't have any plans at this point. 
Um, so Aditya, oh, okay, let me bring that. So I'll, I'll read your comment first, and then we'll talk about the, uh, the thing. TK, that shirt, super cool, black and white, ultra instincts, nice. Also have one. Uh, have you seen the Dragon Ball Heroes shorts animated clips on YouTube? Uh, I've been following the Dragon Ball Heroes on YouTube, and I've been following all the new options because we we are in basically a dry land of Andrew of uh, of Dragon Ball Super in the in the U.S. Uh, the only thing we can basically follow is just to see what's available. But uh, just for for reference, this is the Ah, so the beard is covering it. So this is Ultra Instinct, Goku, black and white. You get that nice little option here. It looks really, really cool. Uh, it's one of my favorite Ultra Instinct shirts, uh, and it took me a while to find that one. But it's, um, I definitely appreciate, uh, um, yes. So the answer to the question, I have been following it. Uh, <laughs> it is basically, it is, is device heaven this weekend. It's like just all of the things. Um, I picked up a little option, um, Actually, I picked up a little thing off of Amazon. I'm trying to use one of my older SSD drives. I upgraded my main SSD on my PC. And uh, obviously, I had an M.2 SATA before, an NVMe SATA drive there. Uh, and obviously, I have my old one, which I don't have a spot for anymore because it's a form factor that only fits on top of my motherboard. New motherboard only supports one NVMe uh, M.2 SATA. It doesn't support two. I, now I wish I had a... Maybe in the next upgrade, I'll probably would do it. But then I found this nice little daughter board that fits on top in one of my PCIe slots, time eight or time sixteen on my on my motherboard, that will take that NVMe and make it into basically an internal storage by just connecting it there and obviously giving us the fast connection speed. And it also has a nice heatsink on it. So I think that's what just got delivered. Um, Try, trying to increase the storage on my PC uh, because if everybody actually kind of already knows, I play Call of Duty all the time and I'm running out of storage. This game just keeps expanding every single time. I feel like at some point, Call of Duty will have a requirement of a terabyte of storage. It, Matt can pretty much attest to that, but only PC PC gamers that play uh, the uh, that version will always deal with this problem. Uh, obviously, everybody else doesn't really have to deal with it as much because it's on a, you know like a PlayStation and so on. But I, let me know if you guys also feel with, deal with the same concerns there. Uh, let me see here. Uh, most of the devices. So I can ask Dominic, most devices are alone for reviews. Yeah, they won't be able to keep them always. So that's true. We do get the review units to, uh, to use. Like an example, just literally, uh, my video with this uh, with this watch is done. I am pretty much going to be packaging it, waiting for my shipping label, and I need to send it back. This is not something I keep. There's a lot of cool things that do end up being this way. Uh, the Xperia 5, as I mentioned to you guys earlier at the beginning of the stream, uh, it was also a loner. I got a chance to play with it. I got a chance to share with you guys some content, uh, but it was uh, off to another uh, creator. The uh, Red Magic 5Gs that I've received from NubiF in the past or even from uh, Red Magic team are also all loners. Uh, it's just sometimes this is how things are. You get to check them out. You get to play with them. At the end of the day, we don't get to keep everything. Uh, and again, that's why I said if, if I don't get the Pixel 4a 5G, I will need to basically pick it up myself. Uh, let me... Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's an hour and 50. Okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and do the the official TK section as the uh, the, uh, the official one. Let's just do here. And let me just close and minimize this guy. <laughs> I just realized uh, we did a TK section before with the, with the Pixel 4a, uh, with the Pixel 5, but we didn't get a chance to do it the right way. So let me actually, I want to put it back in the case. I like this case. This case looks really nice. Uh, it's not a green case, but you can definitely, so you can see the fingerprint sensor and now it becomes easier. It does protect the finger uh, there and the camera setup. Uh, everything else is open, the sensors, the microphone, everything just, I really like it. 
first party case is always the best except for the samsung z fold 2 cases i don't know why they only did half the phone but let's go ahead and do the tk section uh if we can get some of those comments in there I'll, i'd love to be able to put some <laughs> oh dude i got okay i didn't have to say anything they're all in there uh let's do this here and i'll say share oh one there okay so let's go ahead and we'll start off with our buddy matt tyler across the podcast <laughs> right there. and of course we have aditya jumping in in the middle there so between aditya and matt we get that nice little uh we just need music now we just literally every time we got to work on the on the music here uh and getting it all running in there and of course uh davin team fixel always 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 uh <laughs> what it all over I, it's always this way man Aditya, thanks. Uh, I will do. <laughs> Joe, Joe hitting back with it. <laughs> oh, dude, thank you. Thank you very much, Joe. Always appreciate it with the super chat, man. That is a lovely picture, by the way, Joe. Uh, I hope your family is doing great. I hope the baby's happy, of course, as well as the missus. Uh, and of course, I hope you guys are also enjoying some cooler weather. Uh, we in, in California are enjoying a very small brief uh, cooling of the weather and i say that brief because by tuesday we'll be back into the hundreds as we normally you know normal cooking temperature that's how i like to call it but we're getting used to it which is really really nice but again thank you very much joe uh of course with everybody's support i, I didn't forget about the inception i just uh <laughs> i i in my mind i think it registered as hey you already did one but i'm like dude it's you can do more you can do as much as you want um so the, uh, oh here, uh, Miguel Ram is asking: Is is the Xperia Five Mark II going to break uh, to break the market, or maybe it's going to be loved by photographers and Sony fans only? Um, okay, so I I am actually I was very much excited to see what the Xperia Five was going to offer, and I've, the short amount of time that I had a chance to play with it, um, I it always seemed to surprise me the the form factor, the size, uh, the larger battery, uh, the better camera sensors that we have on the back, uh, the processing that we get there. The 4K 120 was actually really nice. Uh, and the fact that we also have the ability of using Cinema Pro, Photography Pro, uh, the HS power control, all of the things that they've done in there. There's so much work that they've actually done. Um, I think true fans, true Sony fans will appreciate it the most. I think it's going to take some time for more people to start picking up on it. And of course, obviously, the more we talk about it, the more people are aware and basically pay more attention to it. Uh, in, this, in the realm of devices that are coming out now at the end of 2020, where we see that 120, 144 hertz are becoming more of the norm, more devices are coming up there. I feel like the Pixel 5, the, the uh, sorry, the Xperia 5 Mark II is going to fit perfectly into that realm. I think Sony needs to do a little bit more on the marketing side as well. Maybe put out some commercials to let people know there is a really cool device that they're launching at the end of the year that comes with really good cameras, great gaming experience, uh, a 21 by 9 aspect ratio for great content consumption. Of course, on top of the Xperia 1 Mark II, which I feel like the Xperia 1 Mark II is great for content consumption and creation, where the Xperia 5 is for gaming and creation. If there's kind of like a way to kind of tie those two together. But yeah, no, definitely. I, I I really like the 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 Sony's approach to doing it and how they're they're basically. Hopefully, they will be getting more. Uh, but yeah, Oliver, uh, we need music. We need to put in some music in there. Uh, oh, Ganesh, uh, I'm at TK. Uh, clear my previous question. I'm not sure what that meant. Uh, Joe is, is an awesome guy. Friend and his family are the best. Absolutely, guys. No, always, always. I appreciate it. Uh, it just, most of the time, guys, whenever I'm, we're chatting, 
Um, if I'm running it on my main display on the laptop, it's a smaller 15-point-inch display, so it's harder for me to see the uh, the thumbnails very clearly. Uh, and what I've done with the second display, as I kind of mentioned to you guys before, I'm running it with a, my, uh, with a slightly bigger display. It's a 32-inch. And uh, what I've done to kind of circumvent the whole opening multiple windows, multiple streams, is I split my screen between the main display and the bigger one, and the comments now are clearer, and I can see the pictures a little bit better. Uh, not that I'm getting old, it just seriously, they're like tiny little things sitting, and from the distance that I'm in, it would be it's hard to kind of you know keep going at it. Sorry, I'm I'm blubbering at this point. Uh, oh, okay. So Dominic is answering IR in there uh, here. Let me see what else we have here. <laughs> thanks mac back at you man always no same same matt and the family as well and matt i do apologize earlier this week didn't have a time to play with you uh with you guys uh, you and the crew some uh, call of duty i will be playing some more i've been i've been ranking up let's just say this i'm ranking up i'm trying to get some uh some of those new guns in there um ranked up and getting much better so call of duty always big big uh big fan here if you guys like to play uh davin davis tk um is so sorry if sony was pushing to have a wider audience they put the xperia 5 mark ii at 800 dollars. sony tax uh doesn't allow that price though so what i think at the what we see essentially there's a big there's a couple of things going on um at the beginning of the year we saw that the xperia 1 mark ii came out at 1200 bucks and they obviously had a promotion there that you get the headset and so on so they're always kind of try to sweeten the pot at the beginning um the Xperia 5 right now, the way it's coming in, if we look at what we have, what we had from last year and what we're getting this year, latest SOC, it, no 5G in the US, but essentially it has the 5G connectivity, the modem and everything in there. So the 865 and the X55, uh, the bigger display, we get the headphone jack back. Uh, I feel like that kind of experience of what they're trying to offer us obviously does obviously, you know, will will ask for more of a premium price. Is it worth 950? I feel like if you pre-order it and get the $400 worth of free stuff with it, it eases up that whole 950 because in, in reality, you're getting, if you if you just consider the fact that you're getting all that extra stuff, it could bring you down closer to that 400, depending on what you like out of the package that they're offering. So I would look at it in that sense. Uh, they are truly giving you the experience of the alpha team, the music team, and the movie team uh, of the best experience. You have director mode, cinema pro, photo pro, all of those things are really good and they work well in there uh, as well as 360 audio, which is also built in there with the coding, uh, the DSEE hardware decoding, uh, sorry, the software decoding for audio processing from compressed to standard audio, a headphone jack that's supported by a DAC. There's a lot of things to be said about it. And I feel like those are the things that we need to appreciate. As far as the price with the tax, obviously, as you're saying, you know, coming in from Japan, it's hard. It's hard to tell. I wished we had more carrier sponsorship here, the way we have it, the way the UK and Europe has it, because that's what makes the price on these devices a little bit easier to uh, to use. Like, you know, Samsung releasing the S20 FE, uh, T-Mobile was giving you a free one by buying one. And I think as soon as, uh, you know, Pixel announced their uh, their pricing for the Pixel 5, uh, lo and behold, the, the, the Note 20, F sorry, the S20 FE dropped by a hundred bucks surprise surprise no it it's a it's a tactic uh, but at the end of the day i think it's it's hard it's it, we need to basically see what tony has to offer and i feel like from what they offer right now i have to i i seriously appreciate what the xperia one mark ii has done and i could not wait to get it back in the house so let's just put it that way and that's the big daddy of the two uh Oh, okay. So Ganesh's comment. Oh, here. Uh, sorry, Ganesh. Now I get the comment. 
Uh, in India, Flipkart uh, festival sale offers the LG DAX dual screen for about 19,000 rupees only. Is it worth it? Um, if you're going for the G8, if you're going for an LG dual screen, um, I think the G8X will probably give you a good experience. It's worth it for that price point if you're able, if you if you're able, to, if you're comfortable with that price. Uh, my recommendation, I would say though, is probably pick up a Velvet. I, I would see how the Velvet pricing is available right now. Nothing's wrong with the G8X. I think the G8X was a great option as far as the device, especially if you're picking it up with a dual screen. Um, but I think the Velvet did a lot more improvements on the software when it comes down to just overall aesthetics of how the LG UI was done. So that's something that I would say I would put in there. But if 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 that is the price point that you're comfortable with, I think the G8X is a great device uh, and a great option. You can use it with the case, without the case. Uh, there's just no pen input. Just keep that in mind. The pen input, I think, didn't start till the V60. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. And thank you. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Teesprings have cases for the uh, for the Mi Eight. I didn't realize. Okay, uh, I when I went through, all I saw there was Samsung phones, and it said uh, Samsung phone and iPhones. But I'll double check if I have one there. I'll, I'll update that list and put it in there. Uh, Greg, Greg's Ashley and Joe. If you if you're on Twitter, if you uh, people would love to be able to connect with you guys. Oh wow, we crossed the two hours. Um, okay, so we'll, let's do this one last one there. I think I'm asking. Okay, so. Um, so Miguel is asking is, would you, would you say that the Sony smartphones are going to have a second life? Why is nobody in the media talks about Sony's new phone? Sorry, uh, for, for my English. Oh, don't worry about it. Um, I think what's happening is, is the Sony's focus on the market is a little bit different in the U S than we've had in other countries. There are much bigger presence in the UK and the European markets, as well as obviously in Japan and the Asian markets. Uh, that's the biggest focus level. Um, we're starting to see more content creators. I was actually quite surprised that I saw. So we saw SuperSaf uh, doing an unboxing on the Xperia 5. I saw Marquez actually covering it. I'm not sure if that was a collaboration with Sony or more of a true, you know, they sent them the unit and kind of thing. Uh, at the end of the day, I think that's going to start bringing it back in front of people's faces. But the, the end of the concern is you're always going to have to basically imagine it's like, well, how does this device look? Can I check it out? Can I see it in the store? And those are some of the limitations. And I think what, what LG is also facing a little bit of right now is they're, they're trying to come back into physical stores with retailers. Sony needs to start working with retailers and hopefully we'll start seeing something. Um, I was really holding out on the uh, Xperia Pro that we saw the announcement for earlier this year. And that was supposed to be working, I hoped, at least the way it looked like, is it pretty much with Verizon. And if that was the case, then that would have been a first partnership in the U.S. again. And that would bring them in. Verizon is a big key player in the market. And if they're able to get into Verizon stores, that opens up a lot of opportunities. Uh, so, yes, I'm hoping that they will be coming back with a more of a, a comeback in that situation. Uh, Gary, Joe... Um, Adjosa, uh, Zibuk, oh, uh, Zibukli. Hey, sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> appreciate it. Thank you very much for joining us. And thank you very much for the super chat guys. Always, always appreciate it here. Um, and I think we're almost at the converts to, oh, so here, uh, IR referencing saying is like 19,000 rupees roughly is around 200 pounds or $260, uh, in the U S. Uh, so those are the, some of the, some of those options that you're able to check out and, <laughs> I'm getting some high messages in the comments uh, on my on my wrist. I think people know I'm kind of crossing the timeline there. Uh, I, 
Oh, Ayush, uh, Ayush, uh, just trying to do. Do you have? A, do you prefer smaller phones like the Pixel S10e or big ones like the Note 20 Ultra? Um, personally, I prefer the bigger displays. It's been a preference. Uh, but what I'm liking, though, on the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4a is the fact that we are getting bigger displays on smaller form factors. So it, this is very much a one-handed device for me, uh, very easy for me to reach the top. I can use it. A fingerprint sensor looks like it's in the right spot. Uh, and of course, I'm really, really excited to be able to take this out and go just take pictures galore. That's, I want to be outside now uh, working with the Pixel 5. Obviously, after I set it up, I need to set that up and charge it up, of course. Uh, no idea as far as the delay for the Pixel 5 in the uh, in India yet, but I would imagine it's it's more of an availability. Same thing they did with the 4A comes out first. It looks like Europe or the uh, in Europe they're getting them faster this time than the 4A, uh, and hopefully that you know they'll be able to start pushing up much faster for the Pixel line in India. Um, We'll have yeah. So Davin is talking about the whole Verizon. I thought I thought that was a situation, but when I saw that it was working only with Verizon five G with the millimeter wave technology with the Xperia Pro, I thought things were getting different. That we were going in a different direction. That's the only reason why I was hopeful for that uh, opportunity to come back. <laughs> Dude, YouTube sees everything. Um, Aditya, so TSTK, uh, thank you for the chat. That was fun uh, and therapeutic. Take care, everybody. Stay warm. Hashtag TKRBay. Love this community. Hashtag mindful, uh, mindfulness. Be, be good. Try to be, uh, you know, stay with family. Stay hi to everybody. Make sure you call and you say hi to somebody that you haven't talked to for some time. I reconnected with one of my old buddies from, I haven't talked to them for literally about nine or almost 10 months. Uh, and it, just the whole timing kind of things. He's a big anime fan. He loves, you know, at Dragon Ball and so on, but also like the little uh, figures and so on that I also have some good collections of. So uh, with that being said, I want to say thank you very much to everybody. We did go a little bit longer this week. I, I, I appreciate it for everybody that's staying with me up late in the middle of the night. Thank you very much. Uh, and of course, thank you for the super chat for the for everybody. Thank you to Pix Team Pixel and Made by Google for absolutely like they could not have timed this better to to basically jump in the middle of a show and make it all about pixel pixel 5 is in the house the pixel buds are in the house as well and of course we have a beautiful beautiful case here i, I keep saying the pixel 5 and i'm showing you guys with the case so here the pixel 5 is here it is beautiful it is green and is here i'm just I'm just happy. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for the support. Like and subscribe as usual. Um, I will be having a video on the, uh, the basically, this is the TechWatch 3 Pro uh, that came out with uh, the Wi-Fi edition with the brand new uh, Qualcomm uh, Wear 4100, the latest and greatest from Qualcomm. And um, keep it here. Um, Dominic, thank you. Virtual hugs to everybody. Virtual high fives and fist bumps to everybody. Uh, and I hope that in obviously in the near future and things as things try to get back into somewhat of a normal, uh, we'll, I'll start being able to see some of you guys as well. Uh, again, Matt and Sam tomorrow, one o'clock Pacific Standard Time with Ronaldo, my tech reviews over on Across the Podcast. I'll see you guys. Davin, everybody, Aditya. Um, Juan Carlos, if I missed you, uh, Gary the Fireman, uh, of course, Matt, Sam, uh, Ganesh in there, Davin. I'm going to try to go through many, many names. And if I miss somebody, I do apologize. IR1980, Aljosa, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Uh, Miguel, uh, Simon says Hypno, of course. Andrew Wallace, uh, Dominic in there, Aditya again, Oliver, uh, Oliver and, and of course, Ronaldo. I saw, I, I did see it. And of course, Joe, Joe, please. I can't forget you and, and the fam as well. I'll see you guys next week. Take care and stay